Set zero five. Another right. place I can lay down. Um, here in just a minute. Let me uh, talk to these guys out here real quick, and I'll. Uh, All right. There you go. Happens, Your Honor, at this point. With the court permission, may I advance it? Yes. Hello, sir. Mr. Jeffrey, how are you, sir? How is your house? Okay, we can see, sir. We're just going to talk to you, okay? Okay. okay. Hey, you know, this is Luke. Okay. Hey, how you doing? All right, All right. Detective Lyle, we're with Marion County. Do you want to have a seat up here? I can't make it right up there. Like, uh, need a hand or? Uh, I'm my whole body's just going away. Yeah. You got it? You got it. Looks like you got it. Uh, there you go. Uh, all right, sir. How are you? So, how are you doing today, sir? I see you're uh, having some problems here. Um, let me just get your information right. Make sure I'm speaking to the right person. Okay. What's your first name? Oh, that's B O, right? Yeah, I mean P. Okay. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Yes, okay, and what is your cell phone number, though? Uh, 904-769-0695. And what is your address? I live at the Travel I Holiday Campground, Highway 40. Okay. What lot number is that? 808. Okay. And um, what what you did at birth? October the thirtieth, nineteen sixty three. Okay. And uh, let's see here. So um, let's talk a little bit about your. How long have you lived in in, in Ocala on the Hoffa Forty? I've been there about eight months this time. Okay. And what do you do for a living? I do little driveways. And is that what bring you all over, or is that just a local thing? Just down here. What's that? Just down here. Okay. And down here means like what, Florida or? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so do you own your own business, or do you work for somebody else? I just do a little small jobs for myself, me and my sons. Okay. Do you have any employees under you, or is this just like a family thing? No, I don't have any employees. Okay. Um, so, uh, do you go by Bo, or do you go by Pete? Pete. Pete. Okay, Pete. Um, so, do you know why you're here? No. Okay. I'd like to uh, talk to you today and get to know you a little bit more. Um, the circumstances are um, rather serious. So I want to make sure that we talk to you and we communicate clearly what we're here for and um, what the situation is that's going on. Um, and as part of that, you came down here to the Putnam County Sheriff's Office today, right? And I, my understanding is you came down here voluntarily. No, they brought me. Okay. Did you come here on your own free will or did they bring you down here against you? They brought me. Okay. Did, uh, did, 
when the deputy brought you down here, did did you agree to come down here? Okay. Um, so I want to let you know that you're. I'm going to read you your rights, okay? Because I want to talk about you talked about some sensitive things with you. Um, so I'm just going to read them off this card here, okay? You have the right to remain silent, okay? Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Okay? Right. You have the right to talk to a lawyer and have him present with you while you're being questioned. Yes. If you cannot afford to hire a lawyer, one will be appointed to represent you before any questioning if you wish, okay? okay. You can decide at any time to execute these rights and not answer any questions or make any statements, okay? Do you understand each of these rights as I've explained them to you? Yeah. Oh, you're nodding your head? Yes. Okay. Yes. And having these rights in mind, do you wish to talk to us now? No. Okay. Thank you. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your your sons. Um, I want to get to, get to know a little bit more about you and your family. So your sons, are they adults? Yeah. They're okay. grown men. Grown men. Okay. So what uh, I, know, I know you have, I think uh, someone has spoken with uh, uh, Bo Jr., um, at this, and how old is Bo? Junior? Uh, 30, 30, 32. Okay. And he's got, he's got kids? Uh, he has kids? Yeah. Okay. So you're a grandpa. Yeah, uh, many times over. <laughs> how many kids do you have total? I have four boys and one girl. Okay. And all your kids are probably adults then, right? Okay. And um, so, aside from Bo Jr., let's talk about. So, you have three other sons besides him. What, what are their names? Uh, Cody, okay. Aaron, and Little Eddie. Eddie? Okay. And, your, and what's your daughter's name? Christian. <laughs> Christian? Christian. Christian. Okay. All right. And uh, so, in. Uh, You've lived in Ocala for about eight months. Now, where did you live before that? I was up there with uh, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe? And where's Uncle Joe stay at? He's down here now to get me, but he's having a dog this point. Okay. And your uncle, is it your actual Uncle Joe, or do you just call him that? He's mama's brother. Mom's brother. Okay. And where, where, so Uncle Joe lives right here in... in Pano County? No, he lives up in Atlanta, but my American was out here where you all come drop me at. Oh, okay. Uncle Joe and Mary Jane, are they married? Uh huh. They're not no more. They've been divorced for 30 years. Okay. Um, and what have you been up to the last couple of days? Just coming down here. Just so you know, Joe, I hope I don't die. Okay, what's going on with you health-wise? I'm an alcoholic. Okay. Diabetes. I think I'm coming to the end of my road, sir. So you you were uh, an alcoholic and you have diabetes. How long have you had diabetes? Since I was five. Okay. And uh, any other health concerns we should? Well, they said my blood pressure was up uh, there. Okay. Is, is high blood pressure something that you normally have? No, they only told me every time I go to the doctor, I've got diabetes. Okay. And I go every three months. 
Okay. I have to because I've been diabetic and I have to get checked out. Do you get like, uh, does your driveway business set give you enough income to get by or do you have another source of income or anything like that? My swing by. Okay. Um, let's talk about your, um, you to throw up? Did you drink last night? You want some uh, nap? Let's get them something. Give us just a second, we're gonna get you something to wipe up, okay? You don't have a place so I can lie down. We don't have uh, like sleeping quarters here, I don't think. Um, obviously, we want to talk to you about this case, it's pretty important. Here, my lieutenant's got to put the towel. Damn you. And is that your, is that your drink? Alright. <laughs> yeah, don't drink anything else because if you're throwing up from that, then uh, we don't want you to uh, keep throwing up. You know what I mean? Some water too if you want that instead. Alright. What do you got there? Drinks that coffee? Not again. We want to talk to you about um, your living arrangements and stuff up there in Ocala. So what's uh, what's the story with um, this woman by the name of Patience? Yeah. Who is that? Um, I get lost. She's my long cousin, long distance cousin. Okay. She lives in a campground underneath the interstate on call or travel. Okay. Let's talk about her a little bit. So you got, um, my understanding is that you guys are in some kind of a relationship? Oh, yeah. I've known her all my life. Okay. My mom and Joyce. They know me all my life. Has she been staying with you? Right now. She was staying with you in the past? Okay. When was the last time she was been staying with you? Kind of take me through that timeline as far as like how long have you been? Just the day before yesterday. Okay. Let's talk about the day before yesterday then. So we're not talking about, today is um, Tuesday. Yeah. Or are we talking about Sunday? Probably. Okay. Yesterday was Monday, so the day before yesterday would have been Sunday. Let's talk about Sunday. Okay. What happened Sunday? Nothing. Just, you had to go down to Florida to be with somebody. Her mom was sick. They come got her. And she went home. Okay. And did you take her home, or did somebody else take her home? Uh, my cousin come got her. Okay. Well, okay, help me understand. Was she staying with you on Sunday originally, and then she was dropped off? Yeah. Okay, and who's your cousin? Uh, 
Jojo jo Jeffrey. Jojo Jeffrey. Okay. And Jojo Jeffrey dropped her off at um, her mom's house? No, my son comes down there. When she took her right across the yard, the red dragon is there. Okay. Okay. So your son dropped her off there at her mom's? Or? No. Well, she can only go, she can walk right underneath the bridge and get home. Okay. I just live right beside 75. And Dave and I have been there for about 40 years. Okay. Was Patience with you before then? No. Um, my wife, uh, wife now. Okay. And she got to come to the I hadn't even been able to move them. Just don't take somebody to pull the plug. Okay. So let's talk about um, patients coming over because your wife left you. Is that accurate? No, she was saying, yeah. Yeah. Okay. When did your wife leave? November 5th. Okay. Tell me about that. What happened with that? She just got time to leave on. Okay. Now, just so we know we're talking about the same person, what's your wife's name? Lisa Jeffrey. Okay. Tell me about Lisa. Tell me everything you can about her. Tell me if I pretend like I don't know anything about her. What kind of person is she? She's a little sweetheart, and then she's sick with colon disease. And uh, we've just known each other all of our life. Okay. Have you guys had problems um, with your marriage, or what, what's going on? Why did she leave? Lisa? No, she just. She always would just uh, disappear at night. Uh, I don't know where she went. She would appear during the night? Mm hmm. She would appear at night? Disappear right? from my home. Okay. Well, I'd be asleep or something back down. Okay. Um, so, what, uh, what kind of things was she into? I mean, she's disappearing at night. What was she doing? Crack. Okay. Crack cocaine? Yes. What kind of, uh, aside from the crack cocaine, was there anything else that she was doing? Uh, smoking weed. Okay. Okay. So, um, when you, the last uh, month or so, have you been living with anybody else at your trailer? Living alone. Now she comes over and tends to me. You talking about patients? Yeah. Okay. So she has like key to your house. Mm -hmm. She has a key to your house. No. She does not have a key to your house. Does she have any belongings there? No, um, thank you. She don't live when you live with me. We just see one another. Okay. Are you guys in a dating relationship? 
No, she's my cousin. Okay. You guys have not been sexual in the past? Okay. Never had, never had sexual intercourse or fooled around with her or anything like that? No, her. Okay. So, um, so patients will be coming over to, t- to tend to tend uh, for you, make, make make sure that you're okay and you have everything that you need. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk a little bit more about um, where where have you been the last uh, like week or so? Traveling. Okay. I like home. I can't find it. You left home the, this last Monday? Yeah. Okay, just so I'll make sure I have my calendar up so I'm accurate here. I don't know the day. <laughs> Monday would have been the November 26th, is that accurate? That's good. I think. Okay, today's Tuesday the December 4th, right. and then yesterday would have been um, the 3rd. One week before that would have been December 26th, so approximately Monday. Okay, where, where did you go from there? Out there. Up here? Okay. And when you came here, where did you go specifically? Do you have a job or? No, we're not doing marriage. Okay. Just got there this morning, though. Okay. So on Monday, approximately Monday, when you came up here to go to Mary's, um, and what's Mary's last name? Mary? I don't know. It used to be Jack. She's been married like three different times. Okay. And that's where you were you were found today, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, so I'll have Monday after you came up here to go be with Mary. What happened next? I just went around. I mean, I didn't come here yesterday. I met this morning. Okay. So what happened over the last week then? On Monday, I'm just around. Patients would come over and check on me, make sure I was all right. She would come up here to check on you? Mm-hmm. She would come up here to check on you? No, I look up my trailer. Okay, I'm a little bit confused. Were you, at, were you up here all week or were you back in Ocala? No, I come here yesterday and I was standing at this motel out here, barge it in or whatever. Okay. And I just kind of like, oh, she didn't go right. I drove out there. Okay. Let's talk about one week ago. How, right. Where have you been? I'm talking about not yesterday, but last Monday, one week ago. Where were you at? One at home. Okay. So uh, t- take me through uh, last week. Try to remember every detail you can. Just live every day. Laying in bed every day, you said? No. Laying in bed every day? No, I just got sick last night. So one week ago, you were at the house. Okay. Take me through the week. So have you been bedridden, or have you been moving around and traveling throughout? Okay. Now, um, let's start with Monday of last week. Uh, so So you're... Sick. Uh, well, describe your symptoms to me. Are you like the kind of kind of you can't get out of bed or I'm weak? Okay. So you were in Ocala for the last week. Is that accurate? Okay. And you actually came up here 
Yesterday. Is that uh, accurate? Okay. Yeah, I, I misunderstood you. So, okay. So that makes sense. Okay. So when's the last time um, you haven't been in contact um, with your, is it your wife or your ex-wife? Lisa. Lisa? Yeah. Her ex-wife. Okay. And when was the last time you've been in contact with her? Over a phone or in person? Yeah. Friday. Hmm? Friday. Okay. This, uh, this last Friday? Yeah. The other day Friday. Okay. Tell me about that. So I don't live no life. I go to work, come home, take care of myself, and go back out. Okay. When you were in contact with her Friday, what happened? Patience. No, I'm talking about Lisa. Oh, I ain't talked to her in a long time, about a month. Okay. That's the November 5th you're talking about? Okay. And the last time you spoke with Patience was what day? Day before yesterday. Okay. We might have already covered this, but when did you leave Ocala and come here? That was that would have been Monday yesterday. No. Yeah, Monday, not this Monday, or last Monday. Okay, you just told me that you were in Ocala all week. Last yeah. week, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know which mind it was. Okay. Right. Yesterday, you came up here to yeah. where you're at currently at. Yeah. And one week ago, we talked about how you were in Ocala at your house, correct? Okay. Um, where did Where did you go when you left Monday? First place you stopped last Monday. Gosh, I don't remember. I was so sick. Did you go to a? You said earlier that you went to a budget motel. I was yesterday. Well, you told you said a little while ago you went like for four or five days or something like that. Stayed a week at the budget or no? Just no, no. I just was there last night here in Palatka. Yeah. And then you left the motel last night to come to Mary's. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a good memory at all. Yesterday, the day before. Okay. Well, let's talk about. more specifically, last week, you, you had said earlier that you were at the house in you know, Ocala, kind of hanging out. Um, when's the last time you've been working? Uh, it's been a while. Okay. I haven't been able to in about three weeks. Okay, so you haven't been working in about three weeks. So you've been at the house, and patience has been checking on you. And this whole time, um, was was... Lisa staying at the trailer with you, or where was she staying? Her mother lives in Maine. Her mother lives in Maine. Okay. Um, does Lisa have any property at the house? I don't know if she might a lot stuff. Okay. So, patients would come and visit you and take care of you. And Lisa's kind of been out of the picture since November 5th. Right. And uh, your daily routine for the last week, uh, would it be accurate to say that you've been kind of around the house and yeah, sick and things of that nature? Yeah. Okay. Um, when was the last time that you've actually been to your trailer? Uh, I was gone from there altogether like a week, maybe, or one month. I'm sorry, repeat that. I, I left there Monday, 
I just mind you, but I've won before. Okay. I'm a little bit confused. I am too, because I don't remember too good. Okay, so you have been out of the house for over a week now? Away from the house? Yeah. Okay. Because you're kind of dripping over yourself here. I'm trying to help understand this. So you you have been away from the house for one week. Okay. And has anyone had access to your house in the last week? No. Tennis closed up. Can I ask why? Uh-huh. Can I ask why you haven't been back at your house? Because I've been coming up here and fiddling around and uh, just ain't been able to make it back there. And when you describe kind of being up here and fiddling around, what does that mean? There's besides me and my other family here down in the laundry. So traveling around and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Okay. And who have you been traveling with? Have you been alone or with somebody else? By myself. Okay. What kind of car um, have you been driving this week? I have a 16 Dodge Ram pickup. Okay. What's in your Dodge Ram pickup right now? The one that you've been driving? Just a little model of things. Okay. Can you tell me what's inside the truck? Is there a, do you have a, a cell phone? No, I lost it. That's the reason I had to come here. So they know who I am. Okay. What else do you have in your truck right now? Do you have like work stuff? Or do you have my dad or something? Just in general, what's in, the, what's in your truck right now? You can, and the inside of the cab, I keep it clean. Okay. They brought my bag in at Mary's when I was there. Okay, so there's a bag in there. What does your bag contain? My clothes. Okay. Anything else? Tools of the trade or anything like that? There's some shovels and stuff on the bag. Uh, we might have already talked about this. I'm just going to make, make sure I have this clarified. Uh, when was the last time you spoke with patients and been seen her in person? I don't remember, though. It had to be one day last week. Okay. Did you go into any stores with her or anything like that? I don't know. I mean, we have been, but not like yesterday or today, you know what I mean? Okay. So over the last week, you have been with patients at time to, from time to time? Yeah. Okay. Was she? How was she getting back and forth to see you? She'd walk. She'd walk from her mom's house over to you? Uh, I live in the campground on this side, and she lives over there in that one. Right. So she's been kind of coming to your house and seeing you and, and stuff like that, things of that nature. Um, have you been made any recent pawns or anything like that? Been to a pawn shop or anything? Yeah. Okay, tell me about that. I had three rings and I had to pawn them just to get by and to get out of here. Okay. And you looked at your hand there for a second with those rings that you normally wear or wore on you? No, they'd already been pawned. 
Okay, were those, were those rings that you sold, or those are rings that belong to you? Yeah. Okay. And who was with you uh, when that happened? No, I was by myself. You weren't with anybody else? Where did you, uh, where, where was that pond made at? Do you remember? One was uh, Jerry's Pawn Shop in Ocala. <coughs> and the other one was that little pond gun and I place coming right out of the Stark. Okay. And when you went to the one in Stark, you were by yourself? Tell me about, uh, tell me more about Lisa. I, I, my understanding is we talked to a lot of people and they said that she's got a lot of problems and that you guys have had a lot of problems. Um, tell me about the history of your marriage and what's been going on. We got married in 12. Okay. And I've been surviving, sir, but I got my chin to chin chin trying to get some murder that know me. I know I'm going to die today. Okay. So when you guys when you guys got married, I mean, uh, where did you guys get married at? Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And um, correct me if I'm wrong. You don't have any kids with Lisa, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you got married in 2012 in Stark. And tell me about the history of the relationship. Did it? Wh- why did you guys get divorced? She started. She was bad on dope. Okay. I wouldn't give her nothing no more. She would steal my money. And okay, tell me more about that. I just did it, and she would disappear or steal one of my trucks and roll it around. Okay. I had heard that she, um, or maybe you had told another law enforcement officer that she had taken some money out of your truck. Tell me about that. I have three trucks, and I have little pouches. I don't know if I keep going with the sign well. Okay. And for me to order the, to pay all my bills, I had to put a little money in this truck and a little money in that truck. Okay. And she'd call her daughter, her daughter called Paris and said, what you doing, Mom? And she said, I'm cleaning out the truck. And I woke up and the pouch was over there. She was gone. How much money was it? Seven hundred dollars. She took seven hundred dollars. Was that the, that was the day? Did I understand you correctly? That was in November. I mean, not November. I mean, the fifth. That what you told me? Yeah. She was gone at that point. Okay. So she took the pouch containing seven hundred dollars from right. back in the beginning of November, November fifth. Okay. And um, has she uh, been if? You haven't heard from her at all since then? Not by the phone or social media or anything? Sorry, she had taken no money and go down to the crack bottom until everything was gone and somebody went out and kicked her out my door again and I get her back on. And as soon as she could move, she'd take whatever I had to go to this stuff. Okay. So this is a routine thing for her to go take your money and routine and whatnot. And so you guys got divorced, is my understanding, right? Yeah. Okay. And when was the divorce? I think on the 17th.
man, we'll tell you about the first of November, October. Okay. October, November, around then, you said? October, November. Okay. You don't, you don't remember the date of the divorce? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I do. What's the date in October? October, November, September. It was in September. Okay. What's the date in September that it was? It comes by on the 17th. Okay. okay. Um, Mr. Jeffrey, I want to... Um, as an investigator, when I investigate crimes, I, I'm a, one of those people that I like to be straightforward with people. Mm-hmm. So I like to, um, I'm one of those people that doesn't like to look like an a-hole and, and lie. And, and then if I lie to you and then you say, well, actually, detective, that's not true. I'm not to yourself. Okay. Um, I'm going to be blunt with you. Um, I don't think that you've been 100% honest about everything that's going on. And just, and just hear me out. Um, I think that maybe there are some things about this case that are really troubling you. Okay. I think that what has happened in this case is probably something that you're in a little over your head, quite frankly. Okay. And I'm going to be honest, straightforward with you. Like I said, when I walked up here, uh, we spent the last, I was up until midnight last night. I did, we did a search warrant at your house. Yeah. Okay. So we know everything. Well, we don't know everything, but we recovered everything that's in your house. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened to Lisa. Mm-hmm. Tell me what happened to your to your wife, your ex-wife, Lisa. Is that, I don't... We want to give you an opportunity to tell us what really happened because you haven't been hundred percent honest with us. Yes, I have, sir. Okay, we've spent all day yesterday at your house. Right. Okay, so we know. That you've been in there, right? Yeah. You've been in that trailer yeah. in the recent past. Oh. And you know what's in there, and we know what's in your house, okay? We just executed a search warrant there, okay? Now, as an investigator, I don't want to divulge information, okay? Because I want you to tell me what happened. Julie? Yes. She's on a million times before. You and I both know that's not true. Obviously, you are in a state right now where you are barely able to function because of your anxiety. Your blood pressure is is high, and I can see that it's weighing on you what happened. And this case is only going to move forward, and we want to make sure that I see your perspective man-to-man, eye-to-eye, Okay. This story about her walking off might not be 100% true, okay? And, I, and this is, and, 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 I, and I'm serious, just man to man, when this thing goes forward, we have to be able to see things from your perspective, okay? We've talked to people yeah. that have told us all about Lisa and her problems, okay? Yeah. She had some problems, okay? Yeah. We know that she had some problems, and there are two sides to every story, okay? But this story about her walking off, we're beyond that. Can can you slow down, take a deep breath, and tell me what really happened? (laughs) 
It's time. It's time. It's time to tell us what happened. Did you guys get into it? Did you guys get into it? Did you fight? Yeah. Okay. Tell me what happened. I don't know, sir. She just... You told us you told us earlier, you talked about how she's stealing from you and taking your stuff and that's gotta get that's gotta get old, you know. That's gotta get old. I brought her back for six years, sir. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and look at you, I mean and God bless you for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's that's a man. I mean you're you're married to her. You know, you're trying to help her. Yeah. But here we here we are now and she continues to dis not disrespect, but just steal from you and as a man, that's got to make, you know what I mean? It's wear on you as much as you try to help somebody like that. You know? Yes. Can you, just, tell, just tell us what what happened. Did she, you know, did she come after you the other night? Or? That woman's crazy. Huh? She's crazy. Okay. Well, tell us what really happened. We had an argument that night. And then she went up front to the bedroom. Okay. Walked away. But she didn't walk away. Pete, we've been in the house. We've seen everything in the house. Okay, we know that she didn't walk away. All right. This, like Lieutenant said, we know that this is ain't this marriage wasn't rainbows and, and, and sunshine. Okay, we know that she puts you through hell. Okay, but the story about her walking away, we know that that's not true. We know that you got into an argument and something escalated. Yeah. Okay, and this is your opportunity, man to man, to tell us what happened. Because we don't have any, we don't have your side of the story. If you tell me, detective, I don't know what you're talking about. This looks really bad for you. I'm just dying. Tell us what happened. Get this off your chest. Back down, went up there, got up. She was gone. She didn't leave the house. She didn't leave the house. You guys got into it physically in the house. We have evidence of that. Tell us what happened. She didn't leave. We know that, okay? You need to get this off your chest because it's killing you. Come on, help yourself out. Help us understand what happened. 
is this, is this something that you've been thinking about doing for a long time, or is it something that just happens for the moment? It just happened, you're nodding your head, is that Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So whatever happened to her happened. It's not something that you went out and went, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to, when she comes back, I'm going to da 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 It's it just something you guys are arguing and it just happened? Okay, when you're nodding your head, yes. yes what does sir. that mean? Okay, what does that mean? She come after you? You guys? Yeah. Start from the beginning and, and tell me in detail exactly what happened. You'll feel better, man. And tell me. Uh, You'll feel better. I don't know what. We're here to hear. We're here to hear your side of the story. I know, sir. Okay. You just said it won't happen. No, we need you to hear. We need you to tell us and give us the details. We come back. It was her birthday. Okay. We went over at a little dance on the karaoke and stuff. Okay. He bought a song. She speaks out. That was up on the commode. She was dead. She threw up on the commode? She on the commode. Okay. And she had just and shit all over herself. Okay. And she there's craziness and that's what happened. Okay. Was this a a physical altercation? Tell us about that. There wasn't no altercation to her. Okay. How did she get hurt? Uh, How did she get hurt? She sat on the commode and that's where she died. Okay. Which which toilet are we talking about? The one by your room? She died on the commode? Okay. And what happened next? I just didn't know what to do. Okay. She died up there. Okay. What'd you do with the body? Uh, I don't know, sir. Who were you with? Who was with her? Who can we talk to to understand what happened? I was at Uncle Joe's today, but there was nobody at home. No, no. Who were you with when it happened? Who was with you when you were with Lisa? Nobody. You were by yourself with her? And she died on the commode. Okay. What happened to her body? It's in the front bedroom in my trailer. Okay. And did anybody help you move it? No, 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 nobody even knows. Okay. Yeah, you're shivering, man. It's a blanket. Call. Come on, you're doing good, man. That's it. Okay. So. Did you did you package her up like that? I mean, help us understand. You did it all by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Have you told anybody else about this? Okay. Has this been weighing on your mind? Yes, I'm just dying. When did this happen? On her birthday. Okay. November fifth. November the fifth. Okay. 
And she's been in there this whole time. You're shaking your head, yes? Yes, sir. Okay. One of the things, um, now, I think that uh, we're making some progress here, but one thing that we can't explain is that she's got some injuries and there's some blood in the house. Yeah. Okay, help me understand that. She she's not crawling for years. Okay. She came to make it from the bedroom to the bathroom. Okay. Where's the line? Okay. So she bled in the house. Is that what you're saying to us? No, she bled all the time. Okay. So she bled all the time. Um, and uh, that would did this happen during the day or during the night? Night. Okay. So what have you been telling her family happened? I don't know. She's gonna go. Hmm. I don't deal with none of sir. Okay. Um. So. No one, none of the family's asked, like, hey, where's Lisa? Well, yeah, Paris, her daughter, and Uncle Joe. I mean, I'm a. Yeah. Um, so, so when she passed away on the commode, like you described, yeah. did you do all that? Tell me exactly what you put on her body. Help me understand. So I'm making sure that we're talking about the same thing here. Wow. Underwear, I'm Okay. Underwear and shirt. And and what else was she wearing? Was she wearing anything else? What um did you put anything on her body? What did you put on her body? Okay. What color was the sleeping bag? Brown, tan, color I Okay. So like a wood color or something? Okay. Okay. And um, and did you uh, tell me how she got under the bed? How did you get under the bed? Hmm? Okay. Nobody helped you with that? No, sir. Patients didn't help you? No. Patients didn't help you? No, patients don't know. She didn't what? She don't know. She don't know about it. You haven't told her? Okay. All right. So there's one thing that we need to talk about, and uh, I, we want you to be... Here. You want me to try to get you another blanket while you're doing it? The IV, the IV might be making you a little cold because the IV, yeah, yeah, we'll get you, I'll get you another blanket. The one thing that you're telling me, everything that you're telling me makes sense, okay? Except, um, and then there's some things that sometimes we might be a little embarrassed to admit, okay? And um, I want you to know from man to man, as Lieutenant said, okay, sometimes these things happen. And we have evidence that she didn't die of natural causes, okay? Mm-hmm. She had some injuries on her, okay? And I need you to be, you kind of meet me halfway here, mm-hmm. but I need you to be 100% all the way honest with me about what happened. We was over at that bar, and then we're around my house, we come out of me. I was home. Your nephew drove you home? Yeah. Okay. From the bar that night, her birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
this one's actually kind of warm. They must have brought it out of the out of the fryer. Good. There you go. Good now, brother. You know, all right. All right. So, your nephew drove you home from the bar that night on her birthday, and then there had to be some kind of altercation. Well, it was knocking the shit out of me. She was knocking the shit out of you? Tell me what happened. Describe that to me. Like you're telling me a story of what happened. We were just like there, and she was like, man, I was an animal. You couldn't handle her. She left the back bedroom through the front. Well, I looked up there, and she was... She left the front bedroom and she went outside. Is that what you're saying? Uh, to back bedroom. Yeah, no, she went from back bedroom to the front bedroom. Okay, so she went from the back bedroom to the front bedroom. Yeah. And you describe her as what was her demeanor like? When she got out, mm-hmm. she did this herself, sir. Okay. What, was, what was she mad about? She goes crazy. Sir. She just. Were you, were you upset with her about anything? No, I never did upset with her. So, how did the fight happen then? She started to shit on me, and then I walked up to the front bathroom. She had used the bathroom all over everything. Yeah. So, I got her on. But Pete, the one, one thing that's not making sense about this is that she has injuries on her body right. that were caused from from violence. Right. So you guys got into it like physically, mm-hmm. right? Tell me what happened. Because you're telling me that she went to the commode and then she died, but that doesn't make any sense as far as the injuries. She went crazy on me. She went crazy on you. Okay. Then she went to the house and How many times did you hit her? Three or four. Okay. Where did you hit her at? So we were just gone at it. Did she stop moving when you hit her? No. She woke up in the morning and said, I'll never drink again. I went up down the front bathroom. I looked up about 10 o'clock and she could just. So you guys had to fight. She wakes up in the morning and goes to the bathroom and then dies. Sometimes during the night. Okay. Uh, she woke up and said, I'll never drink again. Did you did you clean up all the, the blood or how did that get? There wasn't no blood. She just died. Okay. So when you hit her, where did you hit her at? Around the face. Okay. Did she hit you at all? Okay. So when you hit her that night, the night of her birthday, yeah. What did she go unconscious? Okay. 
Okay. So let me get this straight. I'm going to repeat back to me what you're telling me, and I want you to tell me if I'm incorrect. Okay. You guys go out to a bar on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Your was it your nephew? Yeah, little Ben. What's his name? Little Ben. Little Ben. What's his real name? Ben, what's his last name? Collins. Ben Collins takes you from the bar to the house. Yeah. You guys get there and you describe her as kind of being, her attitude being kind of crazy. You guys get into a physical altercation. You punch her approximately three to four times. Yeah. Was it with your empty hand or with something else? Just one hand. Okay. And during this altercation, uh, I guess, does two things de-escalate at that point? Or, or what, what, does she go away? Does she stay there? She went the back back. Okay, so she went to bed. And then you describe her waking up in the morning and saying, I'm never going to drink again. And then she went to use the bathroom. And then you found her on the toilet, deceased. Okay. And then you took her body from the toilet and you wrapped it in that blanket. And you put her where she already found her. Is yeah. that accurate? Yeah. What were you planning on doing with her body? So you didn't have a plan. What's with the boxing gloves? Tell me about the boxing gloves. Why do they have her blood on them? She wasn't bleeding, sir. When you hit her, she wasn't bleeding, you're telling us? Have you guys had a violent confrontation before around we that time? Never hmm? We have never gotten into it. You've never got into a physical altercation with her. Okay. Before that, before that day, you've never been in a physical altercation with her. Oh uh, yeah, we've been around before. Okay. Was there any recent physical altercations from that day? Before that day? She comes from Maine around the night. Okay. And then they set her down here to me. Okay. I guess I guess my, my question is did did you guys get into a fight only that night, a physical altercation in the recent past? This is the only time you guys got into a physical altercation, right? In the recent past. And they never you've never hit her. Never hit Lisa. Okay. Um, so, what bar did you guys go to that night? It's that oyster bar, Oasis. Oasis Oyster Bar? Yeah. Okay. And um, <coughs> did she do any drugs that night? Or alcohol? She lived on, she lived on crack, weed, and everything. She could the drink. But do you know if she did any drugs that night? Sure, she did, I'm sure. Okay. Did you witness or do any drugs that night? No, she never would do it. She didn't drink it up in some bedroom. Okay. 
But she drank, I'm, I'm assuming, right? She drank alcohol that, that night? That night. And you drank that night? Yeah. Okay. What was your level of intoxication? Were you, like, drunk or were you... Did you I have, don't know. I just couldn't get home for... I don't know how much to drink. You had too much to, to drink, so you got to ride home. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, from the fifth on, did you continue to stay at that, at that house? Oh, no. I come down here and... And then went to Georgia. Did you spend the night in that house since then? That night, probably. And that, that after you have you hit her body, you, you spent the night there, and then you left the next day, and you haven't been back. Did you hit her anywhere else? Because she has bruises other places too, besides the face. She fell a lot on that table under my in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. She was falling on like the chairs and the table. There's no problem. The evidence that we have is that it might be a little bit more violent than what you're describing. That it was enough violence that she probably couldn't have made it to the toilet. Well, she made it to the toilet because the violence that happened that night was enough to cause her death. Well, you'll be honest with us 100%. you got to meet us 100% of the way here. I don't think that I don't think that what happened to her, she would have been able to get up and go to the toilet the next morning. Yeah, she did. So after all this and you hitting her in the face and this big violent confrontation, she's awake the next morning while he's in the restroom. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I'm fine. And then she dies after that. Is that what he said? She died that morning. She died that on the morning. commode, yeah. and then he moved her over there. Yeah, she. Well, help me understand why why you didn't. If, if that's the case, why why didn't you call and have the, the sheriff's officer, somebody come out and and uh, with the body? You know what I'm saying? If she. If she died, why did you call us instead of trying to conceal her death? I'm just I wish I didn't. Okay, but you don't have. You can't say why you didn't call. You just have. You don't have no. What were you thinking? What was going through your mind at that time? I think that's what I should have done. Yeah. Pete, is it possible that maybe you were afraid because you actually killed her? Did that thought go through your mind? Yes. Okay. I appreciate you being honest with us about that. Okay, but did she, she really make it? Did she really make it to the toilet? Yeah, she died on the floor tomorrow. So she just bathroom all around there. Hmm. And then I got up. She was just in the bathroom. Okay. Um, 
so so you didn't call nine one one and report this because you were afraid that you might have killed him. Is that is that accurate? And um, so that concern prevented you from calling nine one one and led you to do what you did. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you feel responsible for what happened? Is that why you've been so distraught? I don't feel like I'm responsible for what I'm shooting on fear from the bathroom. Put it on the commode after shooting the bathroom on there. Okay. And I said, fuck it. I went back and I moved down. And then when I woke up in the morning, she was just. Where did you get the, uh, the 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 thing that was in her body? You said that there was a blanket, right? And there was some other thing. What did you tie her? What did you tie that up with? Um, was it like rope or tape or string or what? Tape. Okay. Where did you get that tape at? Roll King over there in Ocala. Okay. Where did you get that at? When did you buy that? That morning. The morning that you found her deceased? Yeah, okay. And the the garbage bags, I'm assuming, the same thing with that? Okay. And did you pay with cash or card? Cash. Okay. What time of day did you go in? 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning. 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning of the day after her birthday then, right? Okay. Six. Okay. And... Um, you didn't have anybody helping you? No. Okay. If I have to, obviously I have to complete my investigation, right? So if I had to find the rest of those tape rolls, where would they be at? What? The tape rolls, the roll of tape, where would they be at? In the garbage can. You threw them in the garbage can? Okay. Have you talked to anybody about this? Have you included anybody in this, in what happened? <clears throat> you haven't told anyone that Lisa's dead? Not patience. No, patience doesn't move. Okay. What did you say Rule King was like at 8.30, 9 o'clock? 8.30 on the night day after her birthday. Okay. About 9 Okay. And you threw the rest of that stuff in the trash can, you said? Mm-hmm. You threw the rest of that stuff in the trash can? Just the tape rolls. The tape rolls. Okay. Did you move her anywhere besides from the commode to the under that area? Okay. And how did you get that bed apart to get her in there? The rest of the screws, you didn't take the mattress out. Okay. You took some screws out, and then you yeah. put the new ones in. And you did all that by yourself? Yes. I promise you. After, you. after you guys got into the physical altercation, describe to me what happened next. I went to bed. So I went to bed and okay. so did she. She went to bed and so did you. Yeah. There was no other discussion or any other problems at all? No, we never had no problems. So when she was, was she bleeding? You said that she wasn't bleeding at all. Okay. Was there any blood on her bed? Mm-hmm. Was there any blood in your bed? She was with me at my bed. Was she staying with you that night? Did she sleep with you that night? Yeah, she's my wife. I love my wife. Let me ask you this. I, did you guys have sex that night? No. No. Okay. Um, this um, this altercation, did it happen in your, in your room on the left-hand side or in the other room? In the bathroom. It happened in the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. 
And how did the blood get on the master bedroom floor? And whose blood is it? Huh? Whose blood is that? I don't know. Whose blood died? That's because she comes bleeding nowhere. Mm-hmm. She wasn't bleeding nowhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did the blood get on your fireplace? It's not supposed to be done in there. Okay. Do you see what I'm where I'm at going? Is that I think that maybe this injury, these fight was might be a little bit more extreme than what you're describing. No, we don't say that on. Do you have any questions for me? No, just you know, I die and make sure somebody gets something close to come get me. Okay. So um, I, I feel like uh, you've been at 50% forthcoming. Uh, I mean, because well, be perfectly honest with you, her body is not, uh, she, she just went through an autopsy. We, we've had her body since yesterday. She went through an autopsy this morning. She is bruised. She is one bruise from the, from the tip of her head to the bottom of her feet uh, for some type of violent struggle. So she's got broken ribs, okay? She's got a laceration behind her ear, or almost with her ear almost taken off. So what you're telling us, and I see you're minimizing that to quite a, quite a great deal. And we understand. You're the only person that's been with her, okay? And, and, and 99% of the time, people tell us things that are not 100% true because they're embarrassed about some things. Maybe this isn't, character, this isn't characteristic for you, okay? No. We, we believe this was a heated argument, and that she didn't get up off that floor and go to bed that night. Thank you. It's an act of passion. That's what they call it. You know, you're acting out of out of just not, not inside your own head. You're acting out of like anger and, and just it, it happens. It happens all the time to people. It's what's in people. Okay. So what I'm saying is 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 you're telling us you uh, that she went to bed. We know it's not true. We we know she didn't survive or this 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 attack this or this this struggle that you guys were in. Right. She's got broken ribs. She's got laceration. She's bruised up and down her body, and that's what our that's what our medical examiner is going to kind of come forth and say. So so help us to understand how come how come that happened. How come you guys got into that struggle like that? I mean, because that, that this right here doesn't work for us. We we work on evidence. We work on things that. that are, uh, you know what I'm saying? So your evidence, while there are some things that are accurate with what you're telling us, there are other things that, that are not accurate. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, okay. Basically, what the doctors is, are telling us when they looked at Lisa's body is that there ain't no way in hell she could have been up and walking. Okay. So, but but nobody had contact with her from the time that you guys got home that night to the time you put her in the truck in the up under the bed. It was just you. Yeah. Okay. Um, promise. We're trying to uh, make sure that we get everything accurate 100%. Everything, okay. Okay. It's to benefit you to most accurately represent what, what happened with you that night. Yeah. Okay. If something that happened with you that night that, that and her, that makes us look more towards her than you. Yeah. You know, if she was she coming after you like crazy and you're the one that's had to defend yourself, you know, let me know. I mean, I'm trying to tell you, so when she come back there, she had the knife and 
starving and lonely during the high here. And she usually falls down that table and chair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You hit her? What'd you hit her with? Where, what part of the body did you hit her face, right? She said you hit her in the face three to four times. Okay. But we have other injuries that kind of don't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Did you grab her by the neck? Did you choke her? No. Okay. Did you lose it? Did you lose? Like sometimes people lose. They get so mad they just black out. Flipped out. You flipped out? Do you remember the whole incident or do you remember only part of it? You remember the whole thing? You're shaking your head yes. Okay. Um, uh, Pete, is there anything else that we need to talk about? Anything that we left out that's important that you need to get off your chest? If you had anything to say to her family, what would you say? I've been begging her family to come get her and take her home. In the past. Three years. Yeah. Nobody could ever come down here or come to me. Do you feel bad about what happened? Sure, it's gonna kill me. It's one of the reasons I might dress and can't eat. You feel better now that you've gotten it off your chest? Let the truth be told, right? Huh? Let the truth be told, right? We all make mistakes, right? No, I didn't lie to y'all. Well, you haven't been 100% forthcoming from the beginning about it, you know. And I appreciate you coming off and telling us what happened. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that she could have gotten up from what happened. That's just my opinion based on what I saw and what the pathologist is telling us, that she didn't she didn't get back up. I would kind of like to go over things again in detail because there are some things that we talked about yesterday where I went back and I reviewed what we talked about and I was like, well, some of this stuff I need to we need to go discuss more in depth because yeah, I don't okay. think I have a hundred percent understanding. Okay, all right. So obviously, um, you know, I am a law enforcement officer. Okay, and you know that. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to make sure you. I read you your rights so you understand before we I ask you any questions. Okay. All right, Mr. Jeffrey, you have the right to remain silent. Okay, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to talk to a lawyer and have him present with you while you're being questioned. Okay, if you cannot afford to hire a lawyer, one will be appointed to represent you before any questioning if you wish. You can decide at any time to execute these rights, not answer any questions or make any statements. Okay, Mr. Jeffrey, do you understand that each of these rights as I've explained them to you? Okay. And having these rights in mind, do you wish to talk to us now? Right. Okay, you wish to talk to me now? Yeah. Okay. All right. So can we talk a little bit more about the date that this happened? The date that this happened, we was on me and my, all my nephews come down in the winter. My, uh, 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 all the sisters' kids was his dead. So I'm there on the feet. Okay. So I was talking, uh, little band down to the horse bar, oh, aces or something right there. It's got trains and. You talking about the oyster place on 27th? Yeah, right there as you come off, kind of like the Lewis stuff around it. Okay. Just so we know who, who we're talking about, it was you and Lisa and your nephews? 
Lisa, Cam, Frank, Davey. Cam, Frank, and Davey? No. All my nephews. Little Ben and Kim is one. Okay. Ben and Kim. Frank. Frank. And his girlfriend is another one. I've got her name. Okay. And was this on uh, November 5th? Yeah, I've Okay, and what's Ben's last name? Collins. Ben Collins. You did a job for your Collins. Okay, so Ben Collins, Frank, and what's Frank's last name? Collins. Frank Collins? Okay, they're brothers. I got you. And you don't know Frank's girlfriend's name? No. And you don't know Frank's girlfriend's name? No, he just brought her out of Texas, and she's wondering where the hair goes up and the earrings. Okay. I don't want to. Okay, so it was you, Lisa, Ben Collins, Frank Collins, and his girlfriend that, that he had just met, and you guys went to the Oyster Place on 27. Right. Okay, so what time of day was that? We went over there about 7, because we went to work today. We could do a little silver asphalt driveways. Okay. So you went there at 7 o'clock p.m., and, and, and you guys had, did you guys have dinner? Well, they the boys and all, you know, yeah, there was some dinner and bond, beer, and everybody. I was drinking uh, white Russians. Lisa was drinking something, and I told her, Lisa, I said, honey, you can't drink. You have. And we started from the beginning how she took from me, robbed from me, stole from me, and I had a one-of-a-kind Harley-Davidson Ford makeup pickup, you know, with the factory supercharge in it. Yeah, those are real nice. A $100,000 truck. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. So she just... It was lower to the ground, my ground effects on her. And you know how I felt when I come back and that whole front end was sore off. When did he when did that happen? That's been not at this campground. Oh, which yeah, I live when I come down here, I I live to start. Okay. So okay, we're gonna let that one ride. She took my black, gallon black Corvette, one of the yellow ones with the black roof on it. And you ever seen a Corvette broken half? Your Corvette was broken half? <laughs> when was that? That was when I got it in, I think, 13 or 10. Okay. So, uh... So Lisa's wrecked up your your Harley Davidson Ford truck in the past and your black Corvette. Did she yellow, like wreck them? Or yellow Corvette. Did she wreck them in car accidents or something else? No, I would leave you leave to go to work in the morning. Okay. And every sir, I lived in prison in my home. I had to I'm getting to my point and what happened that night. I had to lock keys up, but I didn't know where they were at. I had to have a search party to come in my trailer and find them. I loved that woman more than life, Mister. She was having an affair with a guy in a little campground. Go to my trailer. He drives a Red Ranger and a camper trailer about this big. Okay. 
And he told him, go in front of my trailer and ask that guy in that big fifth floor with a white Ford door. Okay. And then go around the old man. My buddy stays in the very front camper trailer in the campground. His things he does all day is a set. How would you like for these people to come up and tell me, ask me, why should wife come out of that Supre Motel all during the night? Okay. Then the other one said, Do you know that that guy in your wife says you go to work, she goes down to his place, so he thinks it's about time for you to come home. Okay. So I didn't confront that motherfucker. He's fucking my wife. Okay. It was an everyday thing. It's a one day she said, I got the thing she got rid of the old boy, got sick of the old boy. Mm-hmm. And he said, I have to go back to him. Okay. So that was all just right before this. As we're speaking, you know, the campground a week or two years ago. So what made you think that she was having an affair? Because people were telling you that when you left for work, she would go over to his house. Yeah. And people were telling you that she would go to the Super 8 Motel. Yeah. And who would she meet at the Super 8 Motel? She was a prostitute officer. She okay. was a crack cocaine. Okay. She was, her daughter sent her invitations to go to baby's birthday parties and all. And she'd take that money for the airplane tickets and all, swapping in on the road. Okay. But we're going to just, I'm cutting her down at all. But that night, I mean, we was getting over there and getting down a little bit. One thing is, Lisa cannot even smell a beer because she's on like 11 types of medications. Okay. That was okay. You know, we just let her go by that. So that night when I come home, she was laying on my couch because uh, the girls brought my wife home. It was normal, you know what I mean? And she was laying there and all my little nephews, and I think she is going to point her as a pussy, you know. I'm not going to want to get these babies involved with their names or nothing, you know what I mean? So, to this woman's Rob, fuck, she was the favorite for black guys. Okay. And crap. Okay. But that day... Nothing was going wrong till I fucking flipped and grabbed her by the fucking head and pulled her right to our room and I slung her against those closets. You'll see this broke through my sliding door closet. I did see that. Okay. Okay. So she, I don't know how, but she told me about extra bruises and beating. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to lay here and figure it out. The only thing I could think of was once I started hitting her, I was like, my car, my truck, doing this, me at the start of the campground. So I had to get $6,500 to get her out. 
every time the car would get towed or repo, I mean, the boys had to come here outside. Yeah. But stream, I didn't never charge my wife was that because these was my eyes. She had my little tiny share, you know what I mean? Did I mean to kill that woman? No. And I got another thing. I had not kind of kind of Jew act for officer. But I seen her eyes because I had to put in drinking. That woman laid in that corner for maybe four hours. Okay? So when she got up, she got up and laid in our bed for until daylight cut. I don't know how God might have told her she said she couldn't walk or, you know. She did. <laughs> really, really. So when I woke up, she was on the front bedroom asleep. Now, now this is a whole different day. This thing went on that night. Okay, the next morning she had got up, made it to the bathroom. Well, she didn't make it. She shit all through my trailer, and you, you didn't find blood, both your shit in there. Slashing around that front commode. Okay, so I guess she had gone on the commode one other time because her words there was, I'll never fucking drink again. Well, at least it was barred by law when she wrecked that yellow Corvette. She had to go to AA meetings and special ed meetings and everything. Mm-hmm. So that all was like six years, but that night at that, what's what well, I'm being charged for? So I mean, I will say I'll put a lot selling on her. You put what? I call a lot salad. You know, it just works my heart language. Just, so I put the shit on and beat the fuck out of her. Beat her emotionally, as I you all found out later on. But I did not put a gun to that woman every time that she did any of this thing. That woman has no jab marks, gun marks, or dead marks. She died. But I didn't just hold that bitch next time. Do you know what I mean? So you didn't mean for this to happen. Is that what you're telling me? At all. Okay. So you described the incident where in the, in the bad bedroom and the closet doors are consistent with that. that no, she went across them. Right. And then so how many times total that night were there punches or kicks or whatever thrown at her? She was pulled from the back front couch to the trailer. Do you remember my trailer? Yes, sir. It's a 50 foot trailer. Yes, sir. All right. When I couldn't get no clothes on her, I'm fine. Her put clothes on, I grabbed the bitch and put her in our bed where her clothes are at. Okay. So, I guess. The only weapon she got was on the bedroom floor in that corner right there. Okay. She showed up in that van. She looked down in there. Okay. So I had to clean all the vomit up, wipe shit up, and everything like that. Okay. 
And then she come out on me whisper. And let me tell you something, we swayed a hundred pounds, but she was her mama's gay. All her she's got a beautiful movie star. Daughter is a prostitute. Uh, her mother's sisters was prostitutes. She got them got killed by an officer in the fight. Her mom was a lesbian man, and I never seen on the demonstration life. And they talk like, so let me tell you something. You don't want to know you know, only men supposed to be doing that. Hmm. And you could say anything, and she'll look at you and just do Is that right? You think that's right, motherfucker? Hmm. That's shit. My nerves are shot, but I, I took it. I mean, she started doing this. We got married in October. I met August. And uh, I, uh, October 10th, the cops beat my trailer down and asked me, was I married? Police said, I said, Jennifer. She said, he said, we found your vehicle this morning in a well-known crack man's house. Okay. Only thing I got mad about that because I didn't want I'm crazy about my women, you know, don't be talking around. So anyway, I had her go to the thing, but she went in there and I listened. Turned around about 20 minutes later and called me back and told me that they couldn't do some kind of special thing to her that day. Hmm. Now I'm talking six years of my life. Never hit that woman, never slapped her, never pulled her hair, I kissed her and hugged her. Okay. So no history of this before. Nothing, this is something that was uncharacteristic for you. Yeah, I don't come. I'm from Sylvester, Georgia. We ride horses, go to church, sneak a little bit, and hope your daddy can catch you smoking marijuana. Yeah, yeah. I'm really that an old boy. So, come to find out later, 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 Lisa's been in prison for uh, stealing medical pass and doctors and all of that hmm. stuff. I read all of that and all of that. But can we just put it like this? I guess I'll put my fucking top. And that woman was fucking a man right behind my trailer as I went to work. Coming on where a kind of hanging out like that. Okay. And doing people that should pray. Okay. So she started fucking going from the fucking dick or something. Bitch, you ain't a fucking man or shit. Yeah, so we can put some pants on. No. So. I don't even have a quick temper. I tell you what, I'm scared of the dark, sir. Yes, her I met to knock the fuck out of her. And she did believe me. Those bruises and stuff is when she goes up there and falls underneath that kitchen table. Okay. And she does it every night. 
When she gets fucked up on crack. Okay. Um, real sad, fucked her up in the face, and I'll do all of that. I can remember the next moment her face was so swollen bad. Okay. So I didn't take a gun, my no. instrument that killed us four out of six years. That just shit happened that night. Okay. And I promise you that doctor told you her wounds were so bad. Right. But when she got the kitchen table and fell in, you can just see my table in mm-hmm. there, the bar looking thing with mm-hmm. all the underneath certain tears. Mm-hmm. And she had fallen there from the top, hit her head, and up to the thing. I laughed two or three times about it. When was that? When did that happen? I guess there the people from she got up that morning, sir. You know, being in our bed. On her birthday? Or oh that night. Okay. Okay. This shit happened on her night. Her birthday. Her birthday night. Right. Right. Okay. So the next morning we're gonna say was the sixth. Okay. That's the next day. She got up. It was that morning. Excuse me, sir. I apologize. Go ahead. I'm sorry. She got up the next morning. Yeah, her face was really bad. And she said, I can't open my eyes. Fuck. I'll never drink Okay. She went up to the front bedroom. That was literally her bedroom I had to make for it with a little toilet because she had Crohn's disease bad day put the bag on her and uh, she couldn't walk from here to here without shitting down her legs and then arms wore them. Wow. So I could never harm that lady. I'll take a fucking dog off the side of the road and take it to the hospital. Okay. So when I, when when you guys got into it physically, yeah. how did that happen? Tell me exactly how that. Can you break that down for me? She was laying on the couch. Okay. We were kind of hanging out. No pants. No, she. I put her panties on those pink panties she put on. Okay. And I said, Lisa, honey, go. To the bedroom, get dressed. She was still about half right, but it wasn't really enough to make me mad because she made me use those sticks on a little bitch and fucking getting the shit out there. But, <laughs> you ever seen that picture of a tiger jumping on a human out of a mountain on the cowboy shows? Mm-hmm. And that's how Lisa was when she become. The man. Okay. You had to fight. I mean, if they didn't get out on the dad things or nothing like that. But I just told you I never hit the woman. But she had to do some getting back or running, you know. <laughs> you wake up with your tartars cut. That was $420 a piece for a hireling. 
It sounds like you've been through a lot with her, and I don't doubt well, that at all. Do, sir, is Charles police just black? Yes, sir. No, it would have been Oak Island and Bradford County. Just ask them, at least I have a police officer there. Yeah. And then they say, before I had Lisa, I had grandbabies. I had boys that worked for me. I have a daughter as a nurse, and Cody said, Guess what, dad done? He divorced Lisa. That fucking matter, he still got him. So I have no kids, because my boys are cool. But they're all wives and nurses and shit, and they putting their kids to college. Doing the right thing. I've seen those babies in four years since I took them back the second time now. Okay. Seven time, third time. I ain't even had nobody to give a Christmas gift in my life. This one was took my family. She's took my vehicles. I have Two hundred fifty thousand dollars of those new dump trucks and that special new Ford. That if you go down and look at it, the whole bumper's on the store. Okay. Jeez. That didn't have a tough thing to do that night. I wasn't thinking about that night. I don't hope I. I started telling my kids, "Fuck y'all!" You know that was my boys and I. You know what I'm people worship to their daddies, but I'm the other. So I got a little peed my oldest one down at the end with fishing. I said, son, why is my family laughing? You ain't gonna believe this. My brother was married to Stacy. <laughs> She would look out and sneak out the window. Fuck a snake out there. She couldn't find somebody to, you know, to fuck. And Brother Danny walked out one. He had a pagan business down in Ocala for years. And man, he had shit. But Stacy had to go. Anyway, every day. Every car, she would get my police thing. One time, two times, okay. Now, then she started fucking on my, I'm getting to my point. She started fucking little man, little Frank, DJ. She gave me $900 a fuck, and I'm telling her, suck my dick. That's my brother's wife. Wow. We fucked. She started, so she got blessed again for something. That was five straight. So the same, and you know what I used to do? I'd say, Danny, you're a stupidest son of a little bitch. How can you love me? I didn't care, because see, my brother weighed about 600 pounds. Hmm. But he thought he was Elvis. Yeah. Still to the day. <laughs> 
and uh, Stacy was a fine old motherfucking bitch. Um, she was loving daddy, this and daddy, dad. Daddy for his wallet and the nightstand. Mm-hmm. So we cut Brother Danny down for 10 years. And my family said this thing. I can't believe you're stupid enough to marry another Stacy. This is Shane Stacy. Okay, let about every year go by. Bam, right car. Bam, every time you got bam, she got to go get her out of jail. Bam, she's sick and crooked cocaine, everything you got. Mm. So still, all of that then come down to the night. We just started one dancing all night, just, you know, and then Mike fucked out, I guess, too much. I was pretty right. Really, I don't remember hardly none of the shit because I don't remember ever hitting me, so. So I don't know. My only thoughts of playing here like everybody else is that when down hit, um, I just last six years probably, you know, just come out. I didn't know the series of the charges or anything. Mm-hmm. But please, um, you can't just slap the bitch in that corner and say, stop, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude. Fat old thing up around your ass. At least it was a half man, half one of the prettiest women you ever seen. She could make more money than you could. She never was. She was a mom. They was from match had her family back then. Mm-hmm. So I started giving her stuff. Her daughters needed kind rags. I wanted some socks. I lived in Stark, Florida, where that dollar store in Walmart was only there. You got bras, unless you went to games or to uh, or somewhere. Hmm. I'm not even bored of it. But I'm just telling no, I'm listening to you. And the only thing I can be honest with you, Jessica, I got right and fucking glittered out on her. I could see, I did see my cars and all this shit, so I didn't hold it down to beat her stomach or nothing like that. I just put several just. <laughs> Try not to take this to the heat, please, And don't fuck with me like this no more, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that uh, what I did to a cause of her death at all in any way, but I remember what happened that this is... The next morning after Lisa's birthday would have been on the sticks when, you know, she got up. She walked right in front of that bed. She said, I can't open my eyes. Fuck. I'll never drink again. 
And then she dropped it up from her bathroom. And I didn't told her. I don't know if she flipped not being smart, flip-flopped, or how she But she didn't die on that commode that night. She was a sweet ass frame baby and my nephew, a uh, little baby Ben. Hey, went out there and shook Aunt Lisa and said, are you okay? Well, no, I don't think you did that. But she said, is that Aunt Lisa up there? I said, yeah, I wish you. I said, she's all right. I knocked the fuck out of her last night. So, okay, that almost cold day went by until about the middle of the night or the next morning. Okay. So she was in bed all day on the on the sixth. Then she was in bed. You, yeah, she made it to bed, yeah. and she stayed in bed. And your your nephews came over and visit, and they're like, "Is that Aunt Lisa? Is that Aunt Lisa?" My trailer is so long, right? Well, yeah, it's Aunt Lisa. Okay. All right, that was about three o'clock. So I guess they're that sixth night, night, the night of the sixth. Okay. In between there, she got out of her bedroom. And Lisa used to wear a philosophy bag. Okay. Um, we have to keep her in diapers. Okay. As she goes at this random. So I woke up that morning to go to work. Would have been the morning of seven. And I hollered up to Lisa. She didn't move. Okay, the dog walked up there this morning was just from the commode to the, you'll see her feet print on those little cabinets. And she was fucking stiff as a poor eye shot. You know, I, I mean, she was cold. I was actually waiting on me to die in life of natural causes because in reality, I hated her that bad. Yeah. Not enough to kill her. So when I opened that door, that lady was there and her face was about like a pumpkin. I fucking panicked. I opened my trailer door and I opened that door and I looked at her. I said, God, I'm calling. Got to call the cops to this woman. She did look, man. And I got thinking, dude, her face is be lost. You dead on the commode, motherfucker. You know what they're going to do to you? I don't know how to commit a crime or nothing, but I seen it on on another forensic file. Okay. It was either put her in the fifty-five gallon drum, honest, or go get those big farm tractor plots, uh, brown bags that that place. So I was there, they had a sleeping bag like on 40, and I didn't want my wife to look at me. I said, the reason I'm getting a sleeping bag.
Obviously, I can tell that you're emotional about the whole thing. I, 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 I uh. <laughs> All right, so thank you for clarify, clarifying some of that. So this incident happens on the night of the fifth. Okay. She ends up in bed in her bed, right? The next we day. Yes, sir. We partied to those pleasant times, and uh, one of Frank's or girls didn't try. The girls ain't got nothing on them. The boys do, and the little bit said, "Can't take that Lisa home." And put in that. Okay. So me and old Ben, we went ahead and had us another one. <laughs> so about 30 minutes later, we come over my trailer, and Lisa was laying on my front couch like this. Okay. And I, listen, I got to tell you something. I'm a cowboy. If I like a dog, I'm gonna make sure that boss can to go for the rest of So when my wife then run over my dogs and do that. Right, right, you know. And my father and grandfather's work in Texas and we love our men and women. I guess that was something that I just couldn't handle. Okay. And I'm promised that my mom was good. When you, when you discovered her on the couch without a britches, were you alone or were you with somebody else? I did that because Kim uh, and them left because uh, little Ben was on his way over here to get me, and they just dropped me off at the door. Okay, so you were back at the house. You go in there and you see that she doesn't have her britches on, yeah. and you put her underwear on, and... Um, you guys go lay down in bed together. No, I didn't put her underwear on then. I kept asking her what was she doing and she put on some underwear. Okay. And, you know, Lisa has homes as she served and all of this is constantly perfect. You can't even serve it constantly from her stores. Hmm. And all down here, have you ever seen me come out like not like a woman again? So I put some pants on. And was she awake when that, that when that happened? Yeah. Okay. What happened next? She was coming out of my ass bag. So I grabbed her head off our couch. When I slid into those things, she was sitting down there in that corner. Mm-hmm. And all the meat was already over, whatever. You know, after 
Uh, we've come in the back bedroom. Mm-hmm. She went through the closet doors. Uh, I've had to fucking hit her and knock her in the face because she was sick and I never hit her anywhere down here if I ever was going to hit her. So you never hit her, below, you're, you're gesturing like below the neck. You never hit her down here. It was all in the face. Slap and punch. How many times did you hit her? <laughs> Okay. Hey, what happened after that? Exactly after that? Okay, after that, she slid down in that corner, and whatever she was been drinking that day, it all come up. Okay. I fact, her at least the point she couldn't do none of that. So, right after that, she put some underwear on. She crawled up into the bed. Now, all this shit was going on three or four hours at night and shit, you know, it was all night little fucking thing. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. So that morning, our coffee pot goes up six o'clock and she has that faith with the daddy what she was doing that day. But that's the time she was used to waking up and she wasn't around there and said, I can't open my eyes on every train. That's the shoes going up my bedroom door. I don't know. If you look underneath that table, you will see probably some meat or something from where she's went underneath there and tried to get out. You know, and you witnessed this happen? No, that was, uh, I was still in bed that morning, but I was still pretty much sick. That was dead. Okay. So somehow she ended up like on, in the living room and, um, what time did you, when you woke up, what did you see when you woke up that morning? Her on her front bedroom. Okay. Laying on the bed. Laying on what? The bed, you know. Laying on the bed. Like she had a black blanket on it. Green ones underneath there. It had black on one side and green on one side. Okay. Okay, then after that... That's when I got up to pee during the night. I looked up because I talked to her two or three times. I was trying to put a blanket over her she was laying down there because she said she was cold. So that she was the next time I seen her was left. The first time that one was when she was on the bed. Okay. Okay, I slept pretty much all day because I've been dead. No, sick. I can't train blues either. Yeah. So I see her, that's on the sixth now. Okay. Okay, every day. So we went on through there, and I'll be in all factor every time I talk. I finally had to get up and get me something in me, and I'll still be asleep in that. That's where she went to do her dope, sleep, and everything. So then the next time I see her, she was in the mud, like on the uh, toilet with the key stretched out. I went up there, she didn't wake up, and I said, Motherfucker, she's dead. 
Is she was sitting on? She was sitting on the toilet. Was she wearing any clothing? Um, she had on those. She didn't even have no pink underwear back on that day. She was just in a little tank top shirt. And I didn't put clothes on her until I laid her on the bed, wrapped up into the bag. Okay. But I don't remember any blood bleeding or how when she'd have got blood back out of where the state of asthma went. Back to the turn on somebody said something about on the fireplace. Mm-hmm. You don't know how that got there. And no my trailer gets clean with Q-tips, that big fucking trailer every day. I'm talking about down the cracks you don't even know who places has. Now, when you, uh, a lot of people have told me that you're a very meticulous person, that you're very squared away and you keep everything immaculate. I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen your trucks clothes. there, beautiful, and your clothes and everything. Yeah. Um, who cleans your house? I do. Okay. Of all the things that we're talking about here, mm-hmm. how did you how did you clean your house up afterwards? Well, didn't have to clean it up. There was no blood on the blankets, or there was no blood anywhere. Oh, I was in the morning, so I don't clean it till after me and I. Okay. Home. What about the vomit and the poop and the pet pee and stuff like that? The pubes over on that sink, I mean, that vent in my trailer right against, you know, the, the if you come from the back of the trailer, it'll be the first heat vent in the floor. Okay. All right. I did, you see, cleaning. One blood, mister. Just the vomit. And corn. <laughs> okay. So then... I didn't see her start losing her shit until I got up that morning. <laughs> it was bad up there. I had that brand new vest, this thing. I gave $1,900 for that mattress, and one day she shit all on it. Hmm. Bad. I never could get the smell out of it. Then she had shit on that little bathroom from that corner. Brown whipped cream with gallows stuff in it. Okay. I had to get, I put her up on the bed. I had to get the smell out of there. Not from behind any kind of, but I can't stand smell. And you ever seen human shit? Yeah, yeah, that's not pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Am I talking to you too much, sir? No, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm here. I want to make sure that we understand what, what happened, and, and then I, I understand everything that happened. And, um, and there was all of that on the ground. I'm in there. So she somehow made it back in there after I cleaned up that shit. And then she was in there, stiff as a board. 
And that was when she made it in bed, right? She was actually stiff when she got to bed. Sir, I didn't see her in bed up there that day in, in the living room. I didn't see her on a stiff at all. I heard a fellow grab the wall to get up to the front of the trailer. I never seen her stiff until she was on the commode. Oh, okay. night of the sixth. The night of the sixth. So was it the night of the seventh? And you went to Royal King and got the trash bags. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can look on records and shit. It was not. Did anybody go with you? Sir, nobody knows nothing about this. My dash or anything. What about what about patients? Sir, patients. I was my friend all my life as a kid. Yeah. And she hated to see people mistreat me. Yeah. And for a while, I was very sick, man. So when she found out that Lisa was not nothing in the trailer or nothing I told her, she come over there and her mother's name, Joris, you want to know about her, at least go to my Aunt Joyce, and she's going to tell you, you want to find her about it? She's an old woman. But I'm there to her neck quarters, and she'll be sucking dick and going cocaine. Mm. So, and my brother, Robbie, my impatient, raised him. So it was more like a family than everybody fuck. We don't fuck everybody. We don't fuck people. Yeah. We fuck our wives. I ain't going to stay another week with that tear and roller skate a little bit. But when they found out how bad it was, this was weeks later and shit. Nobody had a clue, but uh, the woman was at, you know, she, she, bounced, she was the only one to ask. Uh, her little daughter asked my daughter, what that 16-year-old girl would tell you about her mother. Hmm. I'm telling you, when that, that little girl, Jamie, that loves me, her kid, oh, so much. And I call her every time because she would talk to me and she said, Uncle Peter, I've tried telling you. That's the same lady I've known for 23 years. I said, how old are you? Uh, 23. <laughs> Ask that baby girl of hers, Paris, what she thinks of her mama. Okay. Or ask her family. Mm -hmm. So that's, I, you know, I tell people like that, what they eat don't make me shit. When I was a relative, I'm a 50-year-old man. If I want to fuck a dog in the ass every day as my wife, I would, you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we never want to buy Um... One of the things about this case is obviously you know that we kind of wanted to get a better understanding of exactly like what led up to this and, and what kind of person was Lisa and things like that. Well, part of our investigation, we talked to patients and I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but are you aware that Lisa has also been charged in reference to this case? 
Patience has also been charged in this case. Oh, she has. And she has been talking to us. Okay. Tell me exactly what her involvement is. Well, she never did nothing to hurt nobody or anything. But she helped you. No. Patience come over to help me. Mm Mm-hmm. About a week later, and she kept saying there's a weird smell coming from up there. Mm-hmm. And I said, you want to know the truth? It's Lisa's body. And she said, she's got to do something with this shit. And I said, don't know what to. And the only thing she would be sitting charged with is not telling nobody about it. She didn't help you clean up at all? There's no cleaning up. That's true. Did she clean your house at all? For that happening? Just uh, since the time that Lisa died. Since she died? Yes. Lisa cleaned my house way before anything. No, I meant did patients, I'm sorry, did patients clean your house after Lisa died? She didn't know Lisa died or anything for like like two or three days. Okay. She wasn't over there. You know what I mean? Right. That sounds she. But you told her that that Lisa was dead in the other room. And what did she do? How did she react? Freaked out, man. Okay. That's the only thing she had to do with anything, sir. Okay. Because we believe, and some of the things that we're hearing is that she might have helped you clean up a little bit in the house to kind of, not saying that she's concealing anything, but she was she looking at... Back before, because when she was over there, so I was involved with some garbage bags. Okay. And a uh, sleeping bag. Right. There was no evidence of garbage, uh, I cleaned the shit up in the front commode all by myself. Okay. She didn't clean up no murder scene. She cleaned my carpet, she vacuum cleaned, and just shit like that. Okay. So she had not. Patience has known since a couple days after Lisa died, but she has not helped specifically clean, other than vacuum the, the house. Yeah. Has she done anything else in relation to this case? Has she been telling people all that? Anything else? Has she been lying for you? I don't know if she's been lying. I think she sold her family. I don't think she sold her family, but I don't know. Like, Lisa's on, I mean, Patience is the wrong person. She's a sweetheart, sir, and she didn't, we didn't. I think she was just looking out for you. You know, you're a close family. You guys are knowing each other your whole lives. I mean, I know a lot of people would probably do the same. 
you know. Oh, looks, yes, but what I'll say, but no, we didn't have to go get a bleach and alcohol and clean white carpet. My trailer, you'll see here. You never bleached anything in that house? Huh? You never bleached anything in that house? Because there was some evidence that there was some bleach used. Oh, I feel kind of my things. There's bleach, and I did bleach that, uh... Probably a mirror is a toddler that looks like these two. But that was where? And then the bedroom or? My bedroom over in that corner. Okay. And then my trailer gets shot with bleach in the, in the mornings, sinks, toilets. I don't use bleach to clean my appliances or fireplaces or there's no reason. There's no blood spider like you showed on the news, you know, okay. when a hammer hits more in the head. So nobody cleaned up any blood. You were just cleaning up the things that would normally you'd clean up, like someone takes a poop on the floor. Uh, let me tell you something. If there were blood in my trailer, mister, it didn't come from me. Or patient. So when you told me there was blood on my fireplace, my trailer gets dusted every day. I don't mean just walking through there doing like that. I mean taking feather dusters by pledge with pledge. Or Clorox with Clorox modes. There's no bleach that day to win there and to get any kind of the hair out of there. That sir, was not that great a battle. Okay. It was a fucking boy walking up from the couch without no clothes on. Swinger sort of knock her through there. She comes back out of that motherfucker with something, I don't know, as a clothes hanger. And started fucking putting it on me. So I couldn't do it. I grabbed the fucking thing with my hands, which this is none of those. Grabbed it. She come back and I had to knock it off maybe like that. She jumped back up again. I said, Lisa, sit down. You don't hurt Lisa. I don't give a fuck. She's been out of dump trucks with door wheels and paint outfits falling on her. Her first husband beat her from the day I got married. I never wanted to hit that tiny sick woman. She took pills that was $10,000 a month shot the government paid Wow. She took so many, let me tell you now a little story, sir. Lisa was a church choir, not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But on the 21st, she got some down steroids. Doctor and everybody said you can't put Lisa on steroids. Yeah. She would pull your ass out of the trailer and demand to beat your ass. And I'm talking about you, dude. You ain't never seen nothing like it. Then they gave her uh, Zodon, Codon. 
40 ohm up about half an ohm pills. These are 100 degree pain medications. Okay. On an 80 pound moment. Mm hmm. It was not going to do with that. But after that night, it was releasing. She's out to get you. And I don't know. I started having to keep those little pouches I told you about the $700. Yes, yes. That really happened. The pouches out there. She stole 1200 16, 8, every one of my, my new vehicles, I never did have enough money for me because I paid it a lot. So as soon as I'd hide this one in that car, you know, I started doing little pouches. If you look under my new Dodge, you do you see my new Dodge? It's got an arm going underneath it. That's what I pay his name. But I'll take 300, 400, 500. I don't make a lot of money, but I make a little bit of everyday money and put it in there. But when I first started doing it, she come around and had these little dollar store envelopes because I have so many trucks, like a green one over there, one of blue one and stuff. Her mom used to come down here, and that old whore man was the biggest cocaine wife I met in the world. She told her daughter out of wrong mouth, you need to get rid of sex See, These people remain, and I'm not say y'all, but Southern people, mm -hmm. Or hick here, village, and they can talk out of any fucking thing they have. Get this shit. So then her brother would call down here and tell me, I got to tell you, but I ain't a motherfucker. Fuck with, fuck with, fuck with. That's the white art. Who are you, Bill? He's been in prison all his life. Yeah. Her son just got out of prison for having houses all up in Ohio. Wow. So, I come from loving a teddy bear to when a god a family. And Mr. We don't do shit. Our grandfathers beat the fuck out of us. We didn't have a mother was a cocaine, crackhead, uh, prostitute. We our mom was a cook blueberry pies and Sunday dinner with yeah. the donkeys. So at the end of it, she took my life. I just quit trying. But that still didn't have nothing to do with that night. What do you What do you think she died from? I the people up there in my family said that because they know that she made it up front to her medicine cabinet. The woman had overdosed twice, and I've been in some injuries at that. I was a star, I ended up having 
On September the 1st, I bought her a platinum Ford pickup. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Drive. Mm-hmm. Spike silver and gray silver. Okay. That's that also what she did to all of us. She ran over me and my son. That's what I hear, yeah. And I got so many death traps for our family that we had to go up and renege. Okay. I watched my whole bag was cut off because that truck had tires on the way back. Wow. Let me ask you this. The uh, laundry, the bedding in the house, the clothing in the house, who does the laundry in your house? Uh, probably me most of the time. And patience? Or she does, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot. And patience cooks. Patience cooks for you. So she, she was kind of taking care of you uh, and whatnot. To giving you, did she give you like medication and that kind of thing? Or? Yeah, she gave my medication okay. the other night because I had to have night medicine, food medicine in the morning. Usually she'd go to work with me or something, so when we come home, which my trailer was never dirty, and we only had those two little beds. So, like, yeah, towels washed back, my clothes, I clothes, I keep clothes. Yeah. Um, where did you get that sleeping bag? Did you say it was on 40, or did you go to the rural king for that sleeping bag? I got the the uh, bags and the sleeping bag at Royal King. On the morning of the 7th, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we can clarify those things. Right on the morning of the day. So I'm going to repeat back. I want to make sure I'm not mischaracterizing what you're telling me. So the night of her birthday, you guys go out for drinks. At some point, you make it back to, towards the end of the night. You make it back to the house, and Lisa's on the couch without her britches on. Uh-huh. Um, she makes some kind of comment to you about you being this dickless or whatever she said to you, and that kind of sets you off. And, and you yeah. kind of explained to me that... This is a result of years and years and years of this going on with her. You kind of snapped, flip your gourd, and you end up slinging her into the into the closet in the master pulling her by her by her hair. Boy, yeah. Okay, and then you hit her come out of my hands, and she fell into that thing. And then you kind of got tussled back and forth, right? Yeah, she come out of there. It would have been incredible, Hulk. Yeah. And I just went. And then I had a knife, my fucking fit, it knocked the shit out of her. Then that made her angrier because she was still drunk. Yeah. And Lisa can't drink. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So when she comes back, she heard about that. The wood going to sag it in the face of 150. I don't know what that means because, I, you know. But no matter what I've done, her last, when she went back in that little cabinet in the bedroom, in the closet go. her head fell down there. There was no blood. Mm. So her head hit the cabinet when she fell? These little handles, you know, as you pull the doors open. Okay. The little handles. In, in the closet, in the closet, in the bedroom. Is that what I'm imagining? 
They're not on the closet, they're on the sinks. They're like that little thing. Okay. The trailer has a shelf with a TV in it, and under there has cloth. I'm expecting down. Yeah, little handles for like a dresser drawer. And your head hit that. And the but you didn't see any blood. Your head over there more like in that forest. Uh, yeah. Where you'll find a uh, throw up in the vent hall if it's still any there. So that's where she rested. Okay. For that night. She kept telling me she was cold. I went and told her uh, twice, I said, fuck you, you know, then, dude, I got down there with my wife on the floor going like this, so I took that uh, red, white, blue blanket you might find in there will have throw up on it, okay. but no blood, okay, it'll be a white and red one. But you want to know the truth? I think when we started discovering stuff, because if it was full of vomit and all, I throwed that away. Yeah, I did. Get out of there. Hello. I just have to turn the light off. Uh, Can you get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go right ahead. This is it. So, uh, thank you, ma'am. Thanks. There's usually supposed to be no kind of odor in there unless I park real loud. Unless I burn. So, when we were talking to patients, um, she said that you. I don't know how to word this. She said that she kind of helped you clean up a little bit in the house. Is that accurate? Not doing that with no body or... Did she help you put the body in there, help you move it or anything? Oh, I did that. Did she ever see it? No. Are her fingerprints going to be anywhere on that? No. Those garbage bags. Were you wearing gloves when you did this? or, or what? No. Okay, so your fingerprints should be on those bags. Yeah, I know where I I had no okay. idea. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, it sounds well, to me like you were... Everything on there is my handprints, fingerprints. You'll find no other bodies, anybody's fingerprints in that trailer on like washing dishes would be mine or patients. Okay. My kids don't come in my home. I don't do my uncles on this on me, my granddaughters, my daughter-in-laws, my, the only one I have is my little crazy girl, Christian. And then one of those girls, when they come down here to Paris, you know, when she's about eight or six, her and my daughter, Christian Ann, was still playing with baby's eyes, but she was 26. Wow. I'm saying it's growing up quick. Um, I guess the only other question I have is what, what was the date that you told patients about what happened to Lisa? I didn't even have patience now. She's telling you the fucking truth, Aster. She didn't even come over like three days later because I got horny. Okay, so three days after 
Lisa was was deceased. The kid disappeared. Patients, okay, patients came over. She cleans my trailer. Cleans your trailer. And then she did, she asked what the smell was, and you tell her, that's Lisa back there. And there was wood on the floor, I guess, where I took that new bed out. Yeah. And sat it there. Uh-huh. And went like bad, because a lot of that trailer's brand new. It's a 2018. Yeah. So I asked the rest of the only thing for me today, go up there. I always run air fresheners and candles. I ain't trying to hide no smell. Right. Just a normal thing for you. Because nobody smelled nothing except the patients down there. And that, that was a week later, mister. Okay, about a week after. Yeah. And then patient uh, was a thorough cleaner like I was. Plus they cleaned the living room. So she's staying with me because she's homeless too. Basically, all she has is in choice is 85. Yeah. I said, girl, that's Lisa's body. She fucking with it. I can imagine. <laughs> oh, I could tell you. How would you like people, people telling me all this? Yeah. So what happened next? She never deserved you. Just, you know, let me do it. He should not even be a, a mosquito here on my fireplace. Okay. And now unless something had happened, but it couldn't be because it gets clean. Okay. So how did the uh, our blood get in that corner and there was nothing there but throw up? There's no blood. So but she fell some through there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um why did you drop uh, patients off in Ocala the other day? We had fucking war too. I couldn't tell you that one, but it wasn't. I guess I had said something about something. She said something to her mother, brother, nobody wanted her with me. And. I don't know, she is another one, you know, but it wasn't overnight this, it was family argument. Okay, so you guys were kind of, gotten to kind of a little tiff, I guess, and then you dropped her off at her mom's house or somewhere else? No, I ain't never dropped her off at her mom's house. She would come home and then she would walk over there. Okay. How did she get to your trailer the other day? She just walked back and forth. Her mom was in that joyous underneath there and she walked to my trailer. When's the last time you seen patients? Was it a couple days ago when you dropped her off? So I don't I don't have a good memory. I don't even remember I didn't know when I saw patients last. So let me ask you this. This last between the time that Lisa died and now, what have you been doing? Just having to live. I paid three thousand dollars in truck payments and uh, so you've been working and stuff? What's been going through your head about this whole thing with Lisa? What have you been thinking? Yeah. Oh my God. 
Jeez. Why? You been stressing about it? Huh? Have you been stressing out about it? It's killing Yeah? You been drinking more than usual? I could, we could tell we could tell yesterday that you were your nerves were just getting to you. Yeah, look at me now. Look at me now. Oh. Alright. I'm not the devil that covered up the devil's darkness. I want to know what's going to happen to me in life as much as I've lived for the Lord. How did this end up in my life? What am I going to do, God? i got to get my wife buried somewhere because I'm not going to throw her in a ditch and cover her up mud. I thought maybe when this come out, now you was because your family is on like shit mm. whatever. So I'm just waiting on this part to and see what's going to have to happen next. Because I've been praying for this part to happen. This first of this could be cleared up. I have a swim on my mother's grave. And I didn't know when or where to come get y'all at. But why? And I knew it was probably going to take my life. So, But I had chosen my life over. I know something was going to have to happen soon. Right. But I didn't want to put a 55 gallon drum. <laughs> Cutting pieces. Right. Morning, she was a Catholic first of all. And she had asked me if anything ever happens to me. I wanted Catholic priests to come over. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get charged wherever I can. But this is one time this drumming. I beat the fuck out of her. But I didn't set her down and cut her throat and shoot her. I didn't hold her in that corner and just die, you son of a bitch. Right. Like I wanted to. Yeah. It was a good love beating up. And somebody told me, oh my God. That's my husband's wife, Karen, is a nurse. Uh-huh. And she said, Bob, why do you did, didn't kill that woman? Because she went through all her stuff. But she had been throwing up, she had been And Mr. she had the high, she had serious Crohn's disease. She had the highest, I I ain't never heard of oxycontin, just, I, I asked, I can't what it is. She said it's the highest drug she could ever get. What did you, who else did you tell about this with Lisa? Who, who, who else have you talked to about this? Nobody's patience. Patience. Okay. But... I had asked questions through people. How can that woman then beat the death? They said she was hurting so bad and couldn't walk. 
She says, she walked on the object to me. You know what I mean? And she said, I don't see no way in the world that wanted to go up there and go to sleep and get on the commode and all the pills be fucked with that disappeared somehow. I couldn't even tell you what happened to those. I mean, it was 11 or 1 and all of that. Did they get thrown away in the, in the, when you were cleaning up? No, okay. Mr. V, go through that trailer. Whatever Lisa left in her front doors, it was a little rain. She's the cane. It's left in there every time she leaves, and she goes away for weeks. Let me tell you the latest one, and I'm going to leave you all. She kept driving my trucks, and I said, Lisa, you got to get put back. She got out. It cost me about $900 to get her driving license back from Kentucky. That was suspended. Mm. It didn't matter if you gave Lisa this. She thought she deserved a better one. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I did... it was just like Mr. Lepard finally a year ago by and it, did uh did you have any questions uh for me, Pete? Did you have any questions for me or do you need anything for me? So uh, I don't know. I appreciate you and I mean I, I was telling other officer I thought was one of y'all. A simple question. I said, sir, I know when this all begins out, everybody's going to lie and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I want to tell somebody the whole story or they'll just listen to me. Yeah. But I don't think, I'm not saying what I did didn't kill the woman. But if a good ass husband killed somebody, I don't know. I think the woman that danced a week and throwed up and she would eat a candy bar if she thought it got high and she would not take, they'd give her 90, 90 days of pills and they'd disappear in three days. Wow. So, uh, what happened to, uh, to her belongings? Wasn't, didn't she have some prescription medications at the house? Yeah. Where'd they go? I couldn't tell you that. Be honest with me now. Do patients get rid of that stuff for you? No. Because that's the information that we're getting is that patients was helping you clean up and get rid of stuff. Sorry, but it was from there to there to there. There was no blood. Okay. She was frozen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, if you're telling, I'm, I'm going to take you on your board on that, Mr. Um, Pete. Uh, I appreciate your time. I uh, have you I don't have any other questions. Have I been a Baptist Christian? I'm just a Christian. I'm just a Christian. Yep. I'm telling you the truth. Okay.
One day, one the day started. I don't know what the fuck fashion story because me and her go around just like a man. She was going on jobs and walk off. But I know we. All you can't do is tell the truth because it seems like this has been weighing on you for some time. And like you said, I'm glad it's over. Well, I think everyone's glad it's over. But I didn't kill her. I can tell you she was dead on that. But we'll know more when they um when we get more information. But right now it's looking real bad. That as far as the her injuries, okay, and that's why you're being charged. And I appreciate you being honest um, about the whole situation. And I also appreciate you telling me things about your life before and Lisa and, and her issues and. Uh, all that stuff will go in my report. I want to make sure that, you know, you know that I'm a neutral party, okay? I don't have a, a, a dog in this fight, okay? All right, so. I appreciate it. I know it looks bad, but. Well, you take care of yourself, All okay? I can tell you, all of that shit happened that night. Okay. And I was, yeah, I was fucking wiped out. I don't remember all the shit of it. Just. We just come to this for today. Yes, sir. You know, uh, that's if you can look in of God to rewrite timers and, you know, you'll see the truth is what I told you. Absolutely. I mean, there was no blood in that trail for patients to clean up. Morning, how are you? Good, thank you. Can you please tell the jury your name? Crystal Collins. Where do you live, Ms. Collins? I live in Champaign, Illinois. Right. Do you have any kids? Yes, I have two. All right. Is one of them a newborn? Yes, ma'am. Right. Is that why you couldn't travel to Florida? Yes, ma'am. Right. Is Lisa Jeffrey your mom? Yes, ma'am. She was. And you are the oldest child? Yes, ma'am. Do you know Bo Pete Jeffrey? Yes, I do. How do you know Bo Pete Jeffrey? He was married to my mother. All right. Is he related to your husband in some way? Yes, he's actually my husband's uncle. Okay. He's your husband's uncle. Yes, his right. my mother-in-law's brother. Okay. How did your mom and the defendant um, Bo Pete Jeffrey meet? Um, my mom was living with my husband and myself. Um, years ago, she's babysitting for us. My son was probably about a year old at the time. And um, we went to take care of some business. We left my husband's phone to my mom in case she could get a hold of us. Um, he had called my husband's phone while we were gone, and they started speaking to each other, and that's not the relationship. Okay. So your mom answered your husband's phone, and it Correct. was the defendant. Correct. Okay. And they started talking. Yes. Okay. And did they actually strike up a relationship over the phone? Yes. Okay. Now, at some point, did your mom sneak away to Florida and secretly marry the defendant, Bo Pete Jeffrey? Yes, ma'am. All right. Do you remember um, approximately what year that was? Um, I want to say either late 2011 or early 2012. All right. Now, how often did you talk to your mom once she moved to Florida and married the defendant? I talked to my mom every day. All right. Did you also occasionally speak with the defendant, Bo Pete Jeffrey, on the phone? Um, not that often. A few times during 
before I met him, I only spoke with him a few times. All right. At some point, did you move to Florida and live with your mom and the defendant for a few months? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and approximately when was that? Um, the end of 2016 into early 2017. And was Paris living there with your mom and the defendant at that time as well? Yes. And where was it in Florida that your mom and the defendant were living when you went to stay with them? Stark. Okay. Now, did you say stay in the same camper or trailer with them? Yes, I did. All right. How long did you stay in the same camper with them? Um, for a few weeks until I had my own brought up. Okay. And then when you had your own camper brought up, was it close to your mom and the defendant? Um, right behind her. It was probably about 20 feet away. All right. Now, during that time, did you observe the defendant be violent with your mother? Um, during one incident, I did, yes. All right. And I want to ask you about that specific incident. Hold on. Um, can counsel approach just briefly? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read you the same instruction I read to you yesterday. The evidence which you're about to receive concerning evidence of other crimes allegedly committed by the defendant will be considered by you for the limited purpose of proving intent, knowledge, or absence of mistake or accident or on the part of the defendant, and shall you shall consider it only as it relates to those issues. However, the defendant is not on trial for a crime that is not included in the indictment. Thank you. Neighbors. I want to ask you about a specific incident, um, a time where your mom had recently gotten out of jail for driving without a license, and your mom and the defendant were having an argument in their camper. Were you present for that? Yes, ma'am, I was. Okay. Um, did you hear them arguing or see them arguing? When Both. it started? Both. Okay. And where were you when you first heard the argument? Um, standing in front of the camper, had a glass sliding door that was open. Okay, so you could hear it? Yes, and I could see them inside. All right, you could see it and hear it. What, just briefly, what were they arguing about? Over him not taking her phone calls or bonding her out of jail and getting rid of all of her stuff. Okay. So was it, would it be fair to say it was about some personal property as well? Yeah, because he throwed her medicine and personal items in the trash, and I retrieved it and put them in my camper, and she thought they was gone at first. Okay. At some point, did um, there become an argument over the keys to his truck and your mom having the keys? Yes, there was into an argument, and Pete said that... that he wanted a divorce, and it would be better they just split up. For her to take the one truck that was paid for in the trailer, and when she sold it, they would split the money, and they would argue back and forth. And I was came inside the trailer at that time and told my mom, that, fine, take your stuff and leave now, let's just go. And I said, give me the keys to the truck, and I'll go on the trailer. And my mom grabbed the keys. She has a black garbage bag in her other hand. And as she had the keys into her right hand, when she come across the kitchen to walk towards me, Pete um, was standing on the other side of the kitchen where the table was. He jumped over the stuff that was laying in the middle of the floor before she could get, grabbed the keys, in her hand and twisted her arm backwards and shoved her into the cabinet and said that if she, she took his heavy truck that he would kill her. Okay. 
So after he told her that he would kill her, what happened after that? Um, I started yelling at for him not to touch my mother and, and for my mom to just forget the stuff that she was trying to get. You know, just leave everything and so we can go because I didn't want to be there no more and deal with it. Did you get, and I didn't want to leave her there. Did you actually get your mom to leave? Um, yes, she did. With you she left that days? night. Okay, and where did yes. you and your mom go? We went to stay with my Aunt Wanda in Newport Ritchie. All right. And how long did you and your mom stay with your Aunt Wanda in Newport Ritchie? My mom was there for three or four days. Um, I was there for a few months. All right. And did your mom eventually end up going back to the defendant? Um, yes. He started calling my mom, asking her to come back. Okay. And she did. Before that. we even made it to Newport Ritchie. Were there other times when you would see bruises on your mom's legs? Yes, a few times prior to that. All right. Did you try to talk to her about the bruises and what was happening? Yes. All right. Now, did you move out of Florida at some point? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And where did you go? Um, I went to Texas. Okay. And would your mom come and visit you in Texas? Um, my mom never came to Texas. Um, I would come back and forth, but... Most, my mom would come to where I lived before in uh, Indiana, and she would also, we would come back and forth to each other right before Texas. Okay. So you would actually physically see your mom after you moved out of Florida? Right, yes. Okay. We'd right. visit each other because she would want to see my son and stuff. She was very close to my son. Now, did the defendant, Bo P. Jeffrey, have a specific ring that he wore all the time that you remember? Uh, yes, ma'am. He used to wear a horseshoe ring. All right. Now, did your mom ever come visit you um, one time with an injury consistent with the shape of that ring? Uh, yes, ma'am. When I lived in Indiana, uh, her nose, the bridge of her nose was broken. Gave her the horseshoe. I'm sorry. What you said? What was the end of that? The bridge of her nose was broken, and yeah, like the the middle part of her nose, and you could see the shape of it. The shape of the horseshoe ring. Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, when is the last time that you talked to your mom before she died? Um, I believe it was the day before her birthday because I told her I would have my son call her the next day. All right, so that would be November 4th. Because by the time she had called me, I had already left for work and she wanted to talk to my son. Okay, so that would be November 4th of 2018? Yes. All right. And so you talked to her on that day. Did you try to call her again after that? Uh, yes, ma'am, the next day. Okay, and did she answer? Uh, no, her phone was uh, going straight to like a voicemail thing that wasn't set up and you couldn't leave a message. All right. Did you try to reach her again? Yes, ma'am. All right. Did you ever talk to the defendant during the times you were trying to reach your mom? Um, after I couldn't do my mom for a few days, um, I started to call his cell phone. Um, for first few times, he didn't answer, um, but he did answer for me. Two times before we actually found out my mom was deceased. Okay. And and what? where did he say your mom was the first time that you talked to him? Um, he said that he was at work, that my mom was at home sick, and that um, she had lost her phone when they went out for her birthday. That's why um, it was off. And he said that whenever he got, got home and got a chance, he would have her call me. Okay. And she never called you? No, ma'am. All right. 
Now, after um, some time went by, did you and your family become very concerned? Yes. All right. And, and somebody in your family contacted the Marion County Sheriff's Office. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe uh, a couple of family members did. All right. And after some family members contacted the Marion County Sheriff's Office, did you speak with the defendant one more time? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And, and what did he tell you about where your mom was at that time? Or what did he say about, about her? Well, I asked if I could talk to my mom. And he said that she wasn't there. Um, I said, well, where is she? And he said, well, we got into an argument. He stole $700 from my wallet. And she left. She ain't been back since. He's on a party or whatever to that extent. I said, okay. I said, what vehicle did she take? How long has she been gone? Now he told me that, you know, she's been gone since right after her birthday or whatever. And I said, okay, well, you know, has she ever told none of us? We can't get a hold of her. You know, we're worried about her and stuff. And he, uh, when I asked her what vehicle she took, he said that she didn't take no vehicle. Well, I found that to be odd because my mom has a leg injury and can't walk very far. Okay. Um, then um, I said, well, you know, what did she take with her? He said, only the money that she stole. I said, well, you know, where's her purse and stuff? Because my mom didn't go nowhere with that. And he said, uh, here on the, the thing or whatever at home. I said, okay, well, if you talk to my mom or see her, please call me because I'm worried about her and I want to talk to her. She don't go this long without letting us know that she's okay. And he said, well, to be honest with you, my angel, if I was you, I really wouldn't expect her to come back this time. And to be honest with you, that, like, just hit me like a ton of bricks. And right after I got the phone from him, I called my sister. So the last thing he told you was, she's not coming back. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I don't have any other questions, John. Questions, Mr. Watson? Yes, sure. Good morning, Ms. Collins. Good morning. Uh, Ms. Collins, the, the arguing between um, your mother and Mr. Jeffrey could be pretty intense, correct? I mean, for what I see, right. and, and I was only present for that. Right, and you were only present with him in person for kind of a short period of time, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, your mom's pretty headstrong, am I correct about that? I guess you could say that. Okay. Um, there were times when she she would get physical with Mr. Jeffrey as well, correct? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen that. Okay. Um, but you had heard her say, I think you estimated probably 20 times, you, you heard your mom tell Mr. Jeffrey that she was going to kill him over something, correct? Probably, but I mean, that was her saying something, not doing anything. I've never seen her physically touch him. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Collins. For Dan Burke. And where do you live, Ms. Burke? In Van Buren, Maine. How long have you lived in Maine? Uh, December 11th will be seven, yes. Did you know Lisa Jeffrey? Yes, ma'am. How did you know her? She was my niece. Is her mom your sister? Yes, ma'am. Your Honor, may I approach the witness? I'll show you what's in Mark for identification of States Exhibit B. 
I'm going to ask you, do you recognize that? Yes, ma'am. Okay, what is that? That's a picture of Lisa J uh, Jeffrey. Okay. Is that a fair and accurate depiction of the way Lisa Jeffrey looked when she was alive? Yes, ma'am. Your Honor, at this time, we will move State's Exhibit B into evidence. Objection with that? No, Your Honor. All right, it will be. Your Honor, may I publish the photograph? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, interesting number. Publishing it for you at this time, but items uh, that are admitted into evidence, you will also have them with you in the jury room during your, your deliberations, so it won't be your only opportunity to see it. And so I'm showing you what's been entered in State's Exhibit 1. Is that the way Lisa Jeffrey looked when she was alive? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Were you and Lisa close? Yes, ma'am. Did Lisa have any children? She had five. What are their names? Crystal, William, uh, Jamie, and Paris. Okay. Yes. Four? Four, I'm sorry. Four, okay. Are you a little nervous? Yes. It's okay. Yeah. All right. So she had four children. Was that the birth order that you just told us? Oldest to youngest? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay. Yes. Crystal, Crystal William, Jamie, Jamie, and then Paris. And Paris, yes. Right. Paris was the youngest. Do you know Bo Pete Jeffrey? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Do you see the person you know as Bo Pete Jeffrey in the courtroom today? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Can you please point to him again and describe something he's wearing? A uh, light blue shirt and a dark blue jacket. Your Honor, may the record reflect the witness has identified the defendant? Yes, how long have you known the defendant, Bo Pete Jeffrey? I have spoken to Bo Pete um, on occasions uh, since they've been married, but I've only met Bo Pete one time, and that was for a week when I went down and stayed with them for a funeral okay. of my family member. But you had spoke with him on the phone? Yeah, I spoke with him. You know, he answered the phone or something. Did, have you known him? Did you know him during the whole pendency of the marriage between Lisa? And no, ma'am. Okay. How many years do you think you knew him? Probably three. Is he the father of Lisa's four children you just told us about? No, ma'am. All right. Now, you said you and Lisa were very close. Yes, ma'am. How often would you and Lisa speak? Oh, we would speak at least once a week. All right. Because you didn't live in the same state, correct? No, ma'am. All right. And how would you reach Lisa when you wanted to speak to her? I would call her or she would either call my phone. Did she um, have a cell phone? Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, towards the end, um, when Lisa went missing, did she not have a cell phone at that time? No, she did not have a cell phone. She told me that her cell phone about a week before had come up missing. Okay. And she was using Mr. Jeffrey's cell phone on on a loudspeaker. Right. And was this shortly before she went missing? About a week, yes, ma'am. So when you wanted to speak with her, you would have to call her on the defendant's cell phone? Yes, ma'am. Right. Would it be a private call when you would call her on the defendant's cell phone? Would it just be the two of you? No, ma'am. It okay. would be on speaker. All right. And the defendant would be present during those phone calls? As far as I know, yes. When is the last time you spoke with Lisa before she went missing? Approximately a week. Um, I'm going to say it was a week because I was going to call her for her birthday. Okay. And Did she you, told me that they had plans. It was going to go do thing, something. Okay, so about, it was about a week before her birthday you last Yes. Night. So I told her to call me when she got time to call me so we could touch base, but I never heard from her. All right. And, and when was her birthday? Her birthday was November the 5th. 
So probably the last time you spoke with her would be maybe sometime the end of October of 2018. And how does she sound during that phone call? Uh, She sounded good. So after you spoke with her sometime that last week of October, when is the last time you reached out and tried to talk to her again? I had tried on her birthday, but I didn't get any answer. That was Um, November 5th. That was November 5th, and I believe it was the following day when I got Mr. Jeffrey on the phone. Okay, so that would be November 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 6th. All right. And what did you say to Mr. Jeffrey when he answered the phone? I asked him how he was doing, and... You know, asked him, could I speak with my niece? And he said she wasn't there. All right. Um, she had stolen some money and took off. He said she's stolen some money and took off. Yeah. All right. Did and he, seem, he did not know where she was. He didn't know where she was. Did he seem concerned at all about her? No, he said she'll come back. <clears throat> Excuse me. That she'd come back when she got her party out of her. She would come back when she got her <clears throat> party out of her? Yeah. Okay. Now, over the next several weeks, did you continue to try and reach Lisa? Yes, ma'am. I continued several times. I was speaking to Mr. Jeffrey. Um, I was speaking to my sister, which lives in the same town, and her youngest daughter, Paris. Paris, okay. So at this point, would it be fair to say the whole family was getting concerned? Yeah. yeah. Now, everybody was concerned, but nobody seemed like they were doing anything. And I'm like, things aren't adding up. All right. Now, did Lisa have a drug problem on and off during her life? Yes, ma'am. Was it unusual for her to go missing for a day or two? No, that for a day or two, but Lisa would always contact somebody in the family and be back. So was it unusual that she had not been heard from for for several weeks? Yes, ma'am. All right. And now, did you ever talk to the defendant again after that initial call on November 6th when you kept trying to reach Lisa? Did he ever answer again? Yes, he did several times. Um, I really have, don't know how many times, but I did talk to him several times. And, and, and did he? what did he tell you when you would talk to him? He missed her. Um, he wished that she was there to, he wasn't feeling well, to make him some stew. And I said, I wish she was too. Uh, it was a cordial. You know, at that time, I'm still trying to put pieces together on where is my niece. Did he ever sound concerned? He never sound concerned. And finally, I was just, somebody needs to do something. This is not my nurse. Well, at some point while Lisa was was missing during those weeks, did you learn that another woman had moved into his camper? Yes, I did. Through. Don't don't tell us about what anybody told you. So I'll accept the question and, and the answer. As, as phrased. So. You did learn that. Yes. Okay. And after you couldn't reach Lisa for several weeks and you learned that another woman had moved into the camper, did you end up calling the police? Yes, I did. Okay. Do you remember when you called them? It was around the end of November. Um, it's probably at the end of November, around the end, the last week of November. Last week of November 2018? Yes, ma'am. All right. And... Did you speak with the defendant the day that you reported Lisa missing and actually called the police? Yes. Okay. And why? I called um, just to verify again that my niece was not around and he had not seen or heard. Um, did you ask him? And I, I asked why he had not contacted the police. And what did he say? And he said, Well, I just didn't feel it was necessary. So you took action and so called. So I took police. action and called, yes, ma'am. All right. Now, what did you tell the? Um, did you call the Marion County Sheriff's Office? Uh huh. 
I believe I did because I had to get some information from different family members, so the address of where she was located last time. And what did you tell them? Um, it was I spoke to the mother, Jessie O'Rourke, and I spoke to the youngest daughter, Paris. What did you tell the Marion County Sheriff's Office? When that you my niece had been missing, and I explained what, you know, that she had been missing and what Mr. Jeffrey had told me, and things just didn't add up, and that there was another woman in the residence. Did you tell the Marion County <clears throat> Sheriff's Office that Lisa had some medical problems? Yes, ma'am, I did. Okay. What medical problems did she have that you knew of? She had Crohn's and lupus. All right. Do you know if she actually needed medication on a regular basis? Yes, ma'am. She used to take injections at least once a week. Did you tell the Marion County Sheriff's Office that as well? Yes, ma'am. Now, did you give the Marion County Sheriff's Office the defendant's name and phone number? Yes, ma'am. I did. And did you give them the address at the Holiday Travel Park where Lisa and the defendant lived? I believe I gave them the name of the travel park. All right. And based on your conversations with the defendant, did you tell the Marion County Sheriff's Office who the last person was to see Lisa alive? Yes, ma'am. And who was that? Pete Jeffrey. Oh, Pete Jeffrey. Sorry. I don't have any other questions. Questions, Mr. Ross? No questions. Thank you. Okay. And this witness be excused? We would ask that she be excused. Any objection with her being excused? No. Okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. You're free to go. Good morning. Good morning. Can you make sure that you speak into that microphone so everybody can hear you? Yes, ma'am. Please tell the jury your name. Jamie Curl. How old are you, Jamie? 24. Where do you live? Fork in Oklahoma. Are you married? Yes. Do you have any children? Two. What are their ages? Um, A five-year-old and a two-year-old. Back in November of 2018, where were you living? Fork in Oklahoma. Same place? Yes, ma'am. Do you have any brothers and sisters? Two sisters, one brother. Okay. Can you tell us their names and then kind of the order of birth order? Um, my sister, Crystal Collins. Um, she's the oldest. And then my little sister, um, Paris Riley. She's the youngest. And then my brother, William Riley. He is the next oldest. So Crystal, William, you, and then Paris. Yes. All right. And are you related to Lisa Jeffrey? Yes. And how? She's my mom. Do you know Bo Pete Jeffrey? Yes. How do you know him? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he was married to my mom. And he's not your father? No. Do you see the person you know as Bo Pete Jeffrey in the courtroom today? Yes. Can you please point to him and describe something he's wearing? A blue shirt and a dress jacket. Your Honor, may the record reflect the witness has identified the defendant? So no. And if you need to take a minute, just let us know, okay? Yes, ma'am. How long have you known the defendant, Bo Pete Jeffrey? Since I was 15, so nine years. And before your mom died, how often would you speak with your mom? Almost every day. Right. She was living in Florida and you lived in Oklahoma, so you would just speak by phone. Yes. Right. Did she have her own cell phone? Not at the time. Okay. So how, what phone would you reach her on? Pete's. Okay. And when is the last time you actually spoke with your mom? 
The day before her birthday. Okay. When was her birthday? November 5th. Right. So you spoke with her on November 4th? Yes. All right, 2018. Yes, ma'am. And how did she sound when you spoke to her? Good. And did you talk to your mom or try to talk to her on November 5th of 2018, which would be her birthday? Um, I sent her a text message, and I believe she responded. How old um, was she? Did she turn on that November 5th of 2018? 48. So you sent her a text message on her birthday. When is the next time you tried to actually reach her and talk to her on the phone? Um, I believe I tried contacting her November, around November 15th. Okay. So maybe uh, a little over a week later? Yes, ma'am. All right. And were you able to reach her? No. Did you keep trying? Yes. And around uh, maybe the middle of November, did you actually reach the defendant, Bo Pete Jeffrey? Did he answer the phone? Yes. Okay. And, and did you ask him where your mom was? Yes. What did he tell you? Um, that my mom had ran off um, and he has not seen her. Did he tell you when she ran off? The next morning after her birthday, November 6th. November 6th. Did he seem concerned at all? No. Had you recently purchased a plane ticket for your mom to come to Oklahoma to visit you? Yes. Did you mail your mom those tickets? Yes. When was she, when was she supposed to come and visit you? November 20th. Did you ever talk to the defendant about those plane tickets to see if your mom got those? Yes. What did you say? I don't remember. Now, did your mom ever use those plane tickets? No. So she didn't come on the 20th. Did your mom miss some other important events um, in the next few weeks in November? Yes. What did she miss? Thanksgiving. <laughs> Was your birthday also in November? Yes, ma'am. When, when is it in November? November 25th. And you didn't get to talk to her on that day? No, ma'am. Did you keep trying to call her? Yes. All right. um, and did you speak with the defendant, Bo Peep, several times while you were trying to reach your mom? I believe so. All right. And did he tell you any more information that he had told you than she just left on the 6th? He said that she had taken some money and disappeared. Now, did your mom have a, a problem on and off with illegal drugs? Yes, ma'am. And had she gone missing before in the past? Yes, ma'am. For how long? No more than maybe two, three days. But in that time frame, you'd hear from her. So had she ever gone missing for weeks, like, like this time, with no call? No, ma'am. Did you attempt to locate your mom yourself by making calls to different places? Yes. Okay. What did, who, where did you call? I call them jails. Um, I call hospitals, family members, and there's just couldn't find, find her. Did you eventually call the Marion County Sheriff's Office? Yes, ma'am. And when did you do that? I believe it was the twenty seventh of what, of November. Yes, okay, two thousand eighteen. And why did you actually decide to call the sheriff's office? I was worried. And did you actually speak with the deputy from the Marion County Sheriff's Office twice? Yes. Okay. Did you give the Sheriff's Office the information about the plane tickets that your mom never used? Yes. 
And did your mom have some medical conditions? Yes. What did she have? She had lupus and Crohn's disease. Did she have to take a lot of medications? Yes. Did that involve um, any shots? Yes, once a week. Once a week. What was that for? Her Crohn's disease. And what would happen if she didn't take that shot? She'd get really sick. And did you give the sheriff's office all that information? Yes, ma'am. And did you also give the sheriff's office um, the defendant's cell phone number? Yes. Okay. Um, And did you give the sheriff's office your sister's name, Paris Riley, and her phone number? Yes. Okay. Did you believe she may have some information that would help their investigation? Yes, ma'am. All right. And did you ever speak with the defendant again? No. I don't have any other questions. No. May this witness be excused. We would ask that she be excused. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Can you pull up and make sure you talk into the microphone? Yeah. Can you tell the jury your name? Paris Riley. How old are you, Paris? 18. And where do you live? Iowa. Are you married? Yes. Do you have any children? Yes. How old? Seven months. You're related to Lisa Jeffrey? Yes. And how? I'm her daughter. You were youngest daughter? I sent you to answer out loud. Yes. Do you know Bo Pete Jeffrey? Yes. How do you know him? He was married to my mom. Do you see the person you know as Bo Pete Jeffrey in the courtroom today? If you can look around. Point to him and describe something he's wearing. A blue shirt. Your Honor, may the record reflect the witness has identified the defendant? So noted. So you have three siblings. Is that correct? Yes. All right. And Crystal, William, and Jamie? Yes. Would it be fair to say that of, out of all the children your mom had, you had the most contact with the defendant? Yes. How old were you when you first met the defendant, Bo P. Jeffrey? Um, about 11. Were your mom and the defendant already married when you first met the defendant? Yes. How long had they been married? About a year. Now, where were you living during the time your mom met and married the defendant? Kentucky. In Kentucky? Mm-hmm. With whom were you living? My sister, Crystal. And where was your mom living? Stark, Florida. Now, even though you weren't living with your mom at the time, did you keep in regular contact with her? Yes. How often would you talk? On a daily basis. And what did you call the defendant? Uncle Pete. Now, after your mom and the defendant got married, did you move to Florida to live with them? Yes. And why did you do that? Um, I missed my mom and... Here's some tissues right here. Just wanted to spend time with her. About how old were you when you moved to Florida to live with your mom and the defendant? I was like 12. 11, 12. And where in Florida did you live with your mom and the defendant? Stark, Florida. And how long did you live with them in Stark? I'm like six years. So your mom and the defendant didn't move to Ocala until you had moved out? Yes. You never lived with them in Ocala? No. Now, when you first moved in with them, how was the relationship between your mom and the defendant, O.P. Jeffrey? It seemed like it was good. She was happy with them. Okay. And then at some point, did that relationship change? Yes. Okay. How so? 
after he started drinking. All right. What 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 happened after he started drinking? He got more abusive for, to her. Abusive? Yeah. All right. So he wasn't drinking during the beginning of the relationship when you lived with him. No. All right. Now, when you say he got abusive with her, um, what sort of things would he do to her? He would just hit her, push her. Where did he hit her? Um, mainly on her arms okay. or her legs. And how often would he hit her or push her? The evidence you are about to receive concerning evidence of other crimes allegedly committed by the defendant will be considered by you for the limited purpose of proving intent, knowledge, or absence of mistake or accident on the part of the defendant, and you shall consider it only as it relates to those issues. However, the defendant is not on trial for a crime that is not included in the indictment. You may proceed. Did your mom have bruises sometimes after he would hit her? Yes. And did you say how often um, this physical abuse would happen? Maybe like once every two weeks. And what sort of things um, would cause the, the, the hitting, the physical abuse? Um, if something wasn't cleaned right or cooked right, stuff like that. Now, did the defendant wear some sort of jewelry on his hands? Yes. What was that? He wore rings on all of his fingers. Um, did you ever see any marks from any of those rings on your mom after he hit her? Yeah. Okay, can you describe what ring he had that you saw a mark on your mom? It was a horseshoe ring, okay. and it was onto her arm. Um, and did actually the mark a horseshoe ring mark? Yeah, you could see it onto her. And did he ever hit your mom you talked about in the arms in the face? Um, I've never seen her in the face, but... Alright, so just mainly the arms? Mainly the arms and her legs. Alright, and would this ever happen um, when you guys were driving in the car? Yes. Alright, and what would happen in the car sometimes? He would just reach over and just hit her. Did your mom ever call the police? No. Did she ever leave him for a long period of time? No. Now, I want to ask you about a specific instance of violence that happened after um, a birthday party for the defendant's son when you all came back. Okay. Can you describe um, that incident for the jury? Um, we came back, and uh, my mom was drinking from this birthday party, and he got mad because she was drinking, and they was arguing, and he put her into a chokehold between his legs and had both of his arms around her neck. So she was between his legs? Yeah, he was us? sitting onto the couch, and my mom was on front of him onto the floor, and he was choking her. Okay. With his hands? Uh, one was, like, his arm and his hand like this. Okay. And her head was? In between, like, right here. Okay. Um, did it come to the point where your mom couldn't breathe? Yeah, she was struggling, trying to get his hands off her throat. Okay. And how long did this incident last? A couple minutes. Did your mom finally get able to get away? Yeah. And what happened after that? Um, they continued arguing, and my mom left. And about how old were you when that incident happened? Probably like 13. And now, did your mom call the police after this incident where he choked her and she couldn't breathe? No. Did your mom have any family in Florida? None of her own. Okay. Did your mom work? No. 
Did she rely on the defendant for the necessities of life, basically? Yes. And how big was your mom? She was fairly small. Um, maybe like 90, 100 pounds at the most. And how was she health-wise? We talked a little bit about that. Uh, she wasn't good health-wise. Okay. Was there medications that she had to take regularly? Yeah, she had to take um, shots weekly and medicine for, for it. Did these shots make her weak? Yes. Did you ever see your mom hit the defendant back? No. Did you ever see your mom hit him first? No. Did you ever try to get your mom to leave the defendant? Yes. Now, you said you lived with um, your mom and the defendant for how many years? About five or six. Okay. And when did you move out? How old were you? Um, about 15. Right. Why did you leave? Um, I went to go stay with my, Chris, my sister. Did the physical abuse um, have, any re have any reasons Is that why you left at all? Um, Anything to do with it? Part of it was arguing. Now, after you moved out, did you still keep in contact with your mom? Yes. And how would you reach your mom? On the phone. Did she have her own cell phone in the beginning? Yes. And in the... Right before she went missing, did she not have her own cell phone anymore? Yes. Okay. So how would you talk to her then? On his phone. And who's his? Pete. Okay. All right. And how often did you say you would talk to her? Almost daily. Were you planning on visiting her before she was killed? Yes. Can you tell the jury about that? When were you planning to come? Um, I was planning to surprise her for her birthday. I was talking to Pete about <laughs> Let us know if you need to take a break, okay? I was coming to her for her birthday because I haven't seen her in a year, or almost two. And I was, he was, I was talking to Pete about it. He was supposed to come pick me up from the airport and surprise her for her birthday. When was the last time that you actually talked to your mom? The day before her birthday. And her birthday was November 5th? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you talked to her on November 4th? And how did she sound when you talked to her on November 4th? Like she was sick, like she didn't feel good. Did you try to call her after on her birthday or after her birthday? Yeah. Were you able to talk to her? No. All right. Did you ever speak with the defendant, Bobby yes. Jeffrey? Okay. When did you speak with him? Around what day? Um, I spoke to him on the 5th. He didn't answer. But I spoke to him almost every day afterwards. Okay. And and did you ask him where your mom was? What did he tell you? He would say that um, she's sick or she's sleeping or she just wasn't there. Did the stories change every time you talked to him? Yeah. Now, your mom had a, had a problem with drugs on and off in her life. Yeah. Um, had she ever gone missing for more than two to three days at a time? No, she would always come back the same day. All right. Did you keep trying to reach your mom over the next few weeks after her birthday? Yes. Did the defendant ever change a story and tell you that she had left? Yes. What did he say? He said that uh, she was going to do drugs. And then once he said that she was prostituting. At some point during your conversations with the defendant, um, did he tell you to stop looking for her? 
Yes. What did he say? He said, don't bother looking for her. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry about her no more. She's not coming back. Did you keep looking for her even though, even though he told you she's not coming back? Yes. Now, at some point, did he stop answering your calls? Yes. And after that happened, did you call the police? I didn't. Okay. Did you actually speak to the police? Yes. And you told him about your mom? And have you ever spoken to the defendant, Bo Pete Jeffrey, again after he told you your mom's not coming back? No. I don't have any questions. Yes, thank you. Good morning, Mr. Good morning. Early on um, in uh, the time you knew Mr. Jeffrey, you, you developed a pretty close relationship, correct? Yes. And you, you liked him? Yes. And, and thought that he was a good fit for your mother? Yes. Um, I think you've said in the past, he, he went above and beyond to do things to take care of him. Yes. Um, he became something of a father figure to you? Yes. Um, the arguing between your mom and, and Mr. Jeffrey could be pretty intense, right? Yes. And then you're young when a lot of this is going on. Yes. Um, your mom would argue right back at it, right? Yes. I mean, she was a pretty, uh, she stood up for herself, right? Yes. Um, and in fact, there were times when your mom would actually get physical with Mr. Jeffrey, right? Not that I've seen. Okay. Um, there were times when they may have uh, argued, had altercations when you weren't there. Correct. Yes. Um, I want to ask you just briefly a little bit about the, the incident after the son's birthday party. I think you were 13, you said? Yes. Um, and that was the first time you had seen any kind of violence between the two of them, right? To that extent. Okay. Um, and that went on for about an hour, the altercation? Um, yeah, okay. about. And, and, it, and isn't true your mom was getting physical and fighting? You know, it's, it's mutual. She was arguing with them, but I never seen her hit him. Okay. Um, and any of that was not reported, correct? Yes. And and Mr. and Mrs. Jeffrey stayed together for quite some time after that, correct? Yes. Um, and you continued to have a close relationship with her? Yes. Thank you. Nothing further, I ask that she be excused. Thank you, ma'am. You're free to go. Can you please tell the jury your name? Winifred Ann.